0: Plot, C, 2019. Head, actions, add a new, t- far in a dystopian future, the human race has lost the sense of sight, and society has had to find new ways to interact, build, hunt, and to survive. All of that is challenged when a set of twins is born with sight. Season 1 of 2. 3, Fresh Blood, November 1st, 2019 TVMA, the twins struggle to keep a secret from their mother. 4, The River, November 8th. 2019 TVma an attack on the village leads to sacrifice and new challenges voice over off when
1: you're blind and watching a movie. Welcome to (laughs) Citizen White Cane. This is the podcast where we talk about um, movies and TV shows with blind characters. our tagline for today, in the land of sighted movie podcasts, a blind movie podcast, is king of what you're currently listening to. Oh,
0: man, these are great. I think I, think <laughs> I like that
1: one the best. Oh, thank you. I figured it's <laughs> definitely appropriate for what we're talking about today. Yes. No, please keep coming up with more of those. <laughs> thank you. Um, which w- Today we are talking about something that we had talked about before. Uh, in on this podcast, mm-hmm. not just in general life.
0: Um, yes, which is the TV show C. Yeah, it was it was fun uh, diving back into the world of C. It was a little hard to not just keep going and watch uh, these two after we watched the first two.
1: I'm so used to binging things that it was very it's very hard to be like, oh, I'm just gonna watch two episodes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and and these. I mean, really. After the first episode, the show really picks up and and starts and gets going. Like
1: after the, the starting with the one we talked, the episode we talked about last time, mm-hmm. the second episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is because I feel like the show is really about the kids. Um, and so in the show, we're kind of following. Um, how do we want to do previously on C in <laughs> um, uh, our maybe, discussion of it?
0: Maybe just the, the the last the last episode ended with. Uh, Sue Bax, uh, and her—I um, want to say husband. I think I think he's actually her husband. Do uh, they get together. married? Maybe that's it. Together, yeah. yeah. I think I think they. I don't know if they get married, but I we know that they <laughs> they slept together, right? Uh, which we this
1: next episode, which we were talking about in the last C episode that we did about like, are they cousins or are they sleeping right. together? And
0: why right. we were confused that's, is because both are true, and that's confirmed in this yes. next episode. Um, yes. so the last episode, episode two ends with Gather sending the the message bottle down the river. And right. someone picking it up and, and finding it. Which
1: I don't know how much we talked about that um, in the last episode.
0: But. The, well, the bottle contains the message that the the twins, the witches are here at, at Alcony Village and they can see. I believe is what, right. is what he said.
1: Something along those lines because there are, we're kind of following the two different... Tribes, sort of. Um, one, the main characters are kind of more tribe esque mm-hmm. than the the other character. The
0: royals, I royals, guess. Royals, yeah. With her army and uh, with Queen Kane, her Queen her Kane. general and her armies, yeah, that are searching for the for the witches. Well, for the twins, right? Basically. Right,
1: and the twins are the um the kids of our main characters, Jason
0: Momoa mm-hmm. and um. <laughs> uh Jason Momoa and his uh wife uh played by Hera Hillman. Hilmar sorry <laughs> Her- Hera Hilmar Her- uh Magra oh. right and um
1: so yeah they they have sighted children mm-hmm.
0: um yep. Kufun and Haniwa
1: yes um <laughs>
0: Fun names, really I, easy to remember. I mean, it's. I love it's them. Fun. Yeah, I mean, now that we now that we're really into the show, I'm I'm much more accepting of of the crazy names, and I'm like, yeah. this is great. This it, they just sound right now.
1: Yeah, it is. Like, I, I I think you get used to them after yeah after a while. As long as you can kind of like, because it's really just remembering them is the hard part. Because it's confusing if you don't remember who people's names are. Because mm-hmm you have to because the audio description says their name thank god
0: for that audio description let (laughs) me tell you i would have forgotten half the characters names had it weren't been for the audio description. yeah
1: it's really true because i do not know how often characters say the character like sometimes they do but not often often. enough to
0: remember yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so so that's that's where the second episode leaves off so the third episode basically opens up with um and I, I actually can pronounce his name now, Tamakti June. Wow, the Kajom. Thank you, because I don't think I could on the last Tamakty podcast. Tamakti June. Tamakti June. He goes back to Queen Kane to report that he's failed, that he didn't find the twins. Right, he's the general mm-hmm. that is yeah. looking for the, the witches, which the witch are the finders. twins. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he goes back to Queen Kane and, and, you know, I failed you, I can't, I didn't find them, and he prepares to take his own life.
1: Yeah, and she's like, cool, do it. She's
0: totally okay with this. She's like, well, you've been, you, you're in my service, okay. Hmm. She's such she's a, such a t- shitty person. She has such an interesting voice. <laughs> the way she speaks, just... It's, a
1: I definitely, it's like one of those things where... Occasionally a character in a TV show will just make me have the urge to punch them like to the fact that it's like literally just dis- like really,
0: really distracting. <laughs> and well, I feel like she's one of those uh, characters. Yes. Well, be, care- be care- if you tried to punch her, she'd probably pull out her skin knife. Which we did not get
1: to Fuck see mess. in this episode.
0: I'm so glad. <laughs> no
1: skin knife. I'm so glad. Ooh, Ugh, um, I hate that so much. No, this
0: this show, this episode in particular was plenty brutal enough without without the skin knife. I, I know. And and we'll we'll talk about it later. But man, oh man, this, there's just this this scene in the second or in this third episode that I'm just sitting there going, my god, this show is so violent. It is <laughs> extremely
1: violent, and unnecessarily so I feel like because there's like two different super violent scenes within each episode like at one per episode
0: I feel like I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna counteract you on that okay. I think yes I think there, there's there's a lot of violence and some of the violence is like I don't I personally don't want to see this but I do think I want to stand up for the 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 violence scene at the end of this episode I think it was necessary as kind the, of as in this character, the second episode, Sorry, Which one third episode, third episode. Oh, 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 the, oh, right. Yeah, the third yeah. episode, the yeah. first one we watch, yeah.
1: yeah. yes. Um, where okay, because we to give some background, they're um, because that's the one with the slave,
0: correct, like uh, owners or slave right. masters. So, have, yeah, right. So, basically, the plot of the plot of the episode is. We find out that um, Gether and Suebax have been knocking boots and they had a baby, but because they are related, yeah. uh, the baby was inbred and therefore did and not, dined. didn't survive. Yeah. And so so the village is freaking out uh, because we need, well, the way they say it is we need more blood. Right. As, uh, people can only procreate with themselves so many times. Right,
1: which is true. Yeah. And which was my theory on why they were cousins and having sex last time. I was like, oh, because it's a small gene pool and there mm-hmm. wouldn't be. And so, yes, mm-hmm. that is it. And that's and, part of it. Yeah. And <laughs> did
0: you notice um, during that conversation, Kofun uh, and are talking about genetics? Right. It's simple. The fact that they, the village doesn't understand why two people who are related shouldn't have sex
1: yeah because they can read and Mm -hmm. have now learned which they only have so many books so there is a certain level of information i'm like you were
0: reading stuff like um you know just like fiction books well i mean maybe jurla put in you know maybe he put in a bunch of a a bunch of different books i don't know well he did he did definitely put in a bunch of different books but we
1: we mostly I mean they have an atlas is one of the ones that's like not just a oh, fiction book. An American
0: an American atlas which right. confirms that this story is in, Amer- is, in a, is in a post-apocalyptic America. Right. And in the South because yeah. they talk about the Mississippi River. Yeah. So I'm guessing cuz they're trying to go to the other side of it or to it, I think. I'm guessing they're probably in the one of the Carolinas or Georgia. Yeah, it It's not like it doesn't
1: feel very specifically, like because I was yeah because when they start saying place names I was like oh is this gonna be something that's super important later on but it it was kind of yeah I think just kind of like that they're in the south maybe yeah and then they talk about like 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 Philadelphia
0: or something I don't remember there's some yeah no they were mentioning they were naming off towns okay yeah that they that are in the atlas that and it, it probably kind don't of, exist anymore. It kind of
1: got me lost enough that I was, but that's helpful, thank you. Because I was mm-hmm. just like, I'm getting too many place names that I kind of just like was, I was struggling to even fully figure out where they were. Um, but maybe that's partly because my geography of the U.S. is not super great. Yeah. So
0: well, thank and, you for translating. Oh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I'm, I'm just really tuned into like the lore. I want to know how we got here. Me too, yeah, and definitely. This, and what this place is and what the rule, and we kind of get a little bit more of that. In this episode, because um, there's talk of a festival, and right. I'm guessing that when they go to the festival when we go there. Yeah, and there's an amusement park. Yeah, it's at, it's at an abandoned amusement park, which
1: we don't know what amusement park it is.
0: No, it's just... I was really hoping they were going to establish that. (laughs) So I wanted to know, is it like Six Flags or (laughs) something? (laughs) Well, you know, probably. There's a lot of Six Flags in the South. Right, that's... so many. Yeah. Uh, Could have been Six Flags over Georgia if it happened in Georgia. (gasps) Maybe, yeah. But then again, I don't know. I've never been to that particular Six Flags. But they have the villages, and there's more than one of these festivals, I'm I'm guessing, because only a few, only certain villages show up to each festival, but... So you sh- they show up there and it's basically it's a mating ritual. Right. They're there to to congregate, to socialize, to buy wares, to sell things and to get it on. Yeah. Basically. It does
1: feel like it's just so weird and ridiculous. Like I don't know. I feel like it it, it just the ceremony aspects of it were odd to me just like because they're well because part of it is like the kkk is there and we can kind of get to that
0: oh okay yeah i was like hang on yes so and of course i i did my research by doing none of my research well Um, it's
1: hard because we're watching episode by episode because i thought about doing research but then mm -hmm. i'm like oh but i'm probably gonna run into spoilers mm -hmm. so it's difficult to do that yeah
0: now the preacher's voice um Ooh, we're jumping all over the place. Because we go to the festival with um, Baba Voss and Magda and a, and a bunch of other villagers. But Cofun and Haniwa uh, sneak around and follow them. Right. Because they're not supposed to. Right. They don't want them to go and get found out. Right. So we get to the festival and they've been following them. And we hear this preacher, like fire and brimstone preacher, who's talking about burning people because they they possess the power of the light. Right, sight. right,
1: because it's specifically it's like they're witches, but they also specifically say that they possess the power of the light. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is the sight. Right. Um. So here's, <laughs> here's, some for
0: that. Yeah. So here's my important question: Was that Peter Dinklage's voice? I have no idea. It sound I I got real excited. I was so, so I was like, oh my god, oh my god, it's Peter Dinklage, and I didn't I didn't at <laughs> Did him. Up? Oh, is is he not on the cast list? I looked it up, but he's not on the cast list, yeah, so I don't don't know. I actually don't think I would recognize his voice well enough. After watching eight seasons of Game of Thrones, I think I can do it. Right, because I've watched none of Game of Thrones, (laughs) so I have no Game of
1: Thrones knowledge to use, so...
0: Yeah, I... I don't know. I was... But I was really disappointed, because I didn't... I couldn't see him, so...
1: Well, and also some of the people who, because then they burn all these people. They they talk mm-hmm. about it, but they also do mm-hmm. actually burn, burn the burn people. Them. Yeah, like
0: it's like a witch burning kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kafun and, and Honeywa realize that uh, they can't see any of these people who are being burned. They can't see. Oh
1: yeah. Well, they can't. They can't see that they're gonna get burned.
0: Well, they're, they're blind.
1: All well, these yeah. people, they
0: they've accused of being witches who who have the power of sight don't.
1: Right. That they. Oh, yeah, well, I think it's kind of, like, a, a perfect allegory to witch trials and mm-hmm. stuff, where it's just, like, you can't... You're put in a situation where it doesn't really matter, like, what's yeah. going on with you. Yeah. Like, you're going to get killed either way, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, well, in this whole episode, the, the question and the, what's being played with is, uh, who is, you know, is someone who is sighted superior to someone who is blind? Right. Uh, because... Uh, Way b- before the actual um, parliament meeting where they decided to go to the festival, Baba Voss and Haniwa are, h- are hunting in the woods. And Haniwa has made a bow and arrows. And Baba Voss, they're hunting turkeys. And Baba Voss goes to hunt the turkeys the traditional way, which he says is calling them over by making turkey sounds. And I'm assuming he's going to club them or something. And she says, no, 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 and shoots them, shoots the, the bird with an arrow. Yeah. And then is talking to Baba about... All this stuff she's learned in the books about weapons and bombs and power right, and everything. She's, it's kind of almost, I, I thought of it as
1: the, the two of them, the, like um, Kofun and Haniwa, they kind of have like a Malcolm X MOA, like a dichotomy
0: kind of going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's funny because Haniwa is, is the one who wants the knowledge and wants to use these things that she's learned. Will well,
1: she want? But but
0: like specifically
1: also the weaponry mm-hmm. aspect of it, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, I guess kind of like illuminates the problematic nature of having that kind of power. Like, because right. you know, if you can use weapons more skillfully, then that
0: is then is kind of power, right? It's easier in, for you to pretty, yeah. It's easier for you to dominate somebody right, who right. can't. Yeah. Whereas Kafoon is much more scholarly, gentle. Yeah. He doesn't want to. Uh, he doesn't want to do that. He also he also isn't really a huge fan of leaving the village. Whereas Honeywell yeah, Honey wants to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Which I mean, I think it's I think that's a smart thing to make those two characters be those like to make them first of all be twins and to have those kind of like two different ideas going at once basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's between the two characters like. When they, because you kind of don't really get that sense until the third episode, like the, so we wouldn't have been able to really talk about that last time we talked about the show. And so I do like that they kind of, that that's where they're going with that. Cause I feel like, you know, that, that's going to make it easier to tell the stories, <laughs> you yeah. know, to like kind of, I guess, explore these as issues mm-hmm. because you're kind of seeing the two different sides of like how that can manifest. But it, it is like, um, it's interesting that um, I feel like it, it's very hard to relate to Honeywa, right? She's the sister. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just, yeah, in my head. I don't know. Like, do you, I, I it's, because it, it just sometimes I feel like she's very black and white thinking. And yeah. And it doesn't, it feels like I, just not good to me most yeah, of the time. Yeah,
0: no, I, I struggled with her character a little bit this episode because she was kind of—I mean, she wasn't doing it directly, and I don't think she meant to—but she was kind of discounting Baba because he's blind. Yeah, no, she was like can't
1: see full-on like fucked up able or some shit. Like she was like to the point that it was like, oh,
0: this mm-hmm. is like not right. And I'm like, girl, he <laughs> raised you. Right, like, you right. guys are alive because of him and and the other village. Yeah, and just because, yeah, no, it's. Yeah, just because you have sight and you can read and you can learn, you know, all of these different things, and you can make and shoot uh, a bow and arrow, don't discount Baba Voss or any of the other because well, she also says
1: like I don't want to go to the festival because I don't want to um, right. mate, with mate with a blind person because yeah. they, they wouldn't be on my level, and I'm like. Fuck Girl. You. yeah
0: <laughs> that's not cool dude <laughs> yeah yeah so i feel like that yeah it's it's well it's it kind of it kind of brings up issues about um you know in in, in our world uh about blind blind parents raising a sighted child yeah there are and, and again i'm this is this is my hearsay i can't i cannot confirm or deny this um but there there have been court cases where like courts have tried to take kids away From blind, you know, from both from parents who are totally blind, because they're just obviously they're just not fit to raise a child, which is just like stupid.
1: I mean, kind of sort of eugenics. It feels like I mean, like I don't know. It's it's it definitely seems like it. Uh, But yeah, no, I mean, and that kind of stuff is really horrifying
0: and still very common. Um, And there are there are families where one parent is blind and one parent is sighted. And the the blind parent will take the kid and go do things, you know. There's um, there's a really great book written by a blind dad. Uh, the, well, he's written a couple of books, but the one I read or saw was um, Cockeyed. Oh. Uh, and of course, I'm because I'm just thinking of it now. I can't remember the author's name. <laughs> I will look it up um, because he writes about being a blind father. Uh, and he's actually been on This American Life a few times too.
1: Oh, I think I've heard because my—I you,
0: know you've heard, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because yeah. I—I thought about my dad who grew up with a blind father, so, um, like, and just my dad's stories about growing up with a blind father and and what that's like. So, um, though I didn't grow up with a blind father, I definitely I had a father who <laughs> did. <laughs> so, so it is really interesting to like hear those stories um from the you know a kid's point of view i guess for my dad
0: um but oh here we go um so the book is the book is cockeyed a memoir and the author is ryan knighton nighton Okay. And, yeah. And he's, like I said, he's been on This American Life. If yeah. You, yeah. I remember I, him. I do yeah. remember
1: some stories from This American Life.
0: Yes. Yeah. But the book is very good. And I i got to meet him and go to a book signing. And oh, nice. He's a really cool dude.
1: That's awesome. But, but yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's so <laughs> thoughts that, that this episode brought up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's definitely, it's, it's interesting because it's like that is such a big issue in the world we live in because it's a sighted world so the idea of it being an issue in a blind world seems like really stark because it's just like why would you like have that feel like you have that power when there isn't even that societal <laughs> like you know norms that it's, you're br- like you're kind of breaking societal norms to be shitty mm. which is weird
0: <laughs> I mean it's it's amazing because nobody taught her to be ableist you know right. right, like, right. Baba, Baba and Magda and Paris didn't sit her down and be like okay you're sighted, you are better than right you, like you, she you would know. never
1: she would have had to come up with that all by herself mm-hmm. which leads me to wonder if that would actually be true you know like you can't really do that as an experiment but Like, but would like? Because I don't know. Me was like, where
0: would she have learned this idea of ableism? (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I don't know if she would learn if she would learn the idea of of ableism uh, on her own. But I mean, she's seeing. You know, there are definitely things that she can do that a blind person can't. Well, I mean, I'm sure Baba could shoot a bow, but you know, I I don't think he could hunt as good as Honeywa. Well, there's a lot
1: that they can't do Yeah. I mean, well and you know, if you're able to kill someone from afar and no one else is, like that's that's an extreme amount of power that like that's a big deal. Like well, that is she a big even, deal. She
0: even has a whole monologue about it when her and Kafoon are sitting on the waterfall and she's he's reading and she has her bow and she's just aiming it at random villagers and she's right. like, I have so much like I have power. I have so I could kill them and they'd never know who did it. And yeah. they never catch me.
1: I don't like. It. I wonder if she's gonna become a villain. It did kind of almost feel like Frozen, <laughs> like Frozen, <laughs> because it's just like a sibling relationship where one of them becomes a villain, and you're mm. partly like, why? Right, <laughs> right. But Elsa. But
0: uh, and I have to I have to say this because my 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 friend loves. I have a friend who loves Frozen, and she'd kill me if I didn't try and defend it. Um, Elsa's not really a villain. Elsa is well, but scared, that's, but I don't think Honeywell
1: is going to be either.
0: No, yeah, and
1: I mean I think both of them are, but it, like, but I was kind of bothered by Frozen because it mm. feels a little bit off to me. It doesn't completely ring true. It like it seems like it's a bit off key of what the actual reality of how humans work is. <laughs> like that it's not like so completely off that it's, you know like, just unsalvageable, but it always struck me as, like, why would she, with, like, having that power and doing all that damage and being, like, because I guess it's just, like, the idea of being like a teenager
0: and being dumb. Right, but you have to, well, sure, but you have to also consider what she learned from her parents, from her father, you know, conceal, don't feel, and then when they go away, that's all she has, and there isn't, there wasn't anyone there to tell her Oh, you don't you shouldn't be afraid of your gifts. You should uh embrace them. Right. You should learn how to use them. You know? Yeah. Oh that's, that is interesting. It does it does that situation does kind of parallel to this episode. Yeah, that's why I brought wow. it up. Hey, wait. look at me. There you go. Way to go. Way to <laughs> oh, go. No, it just kinda hit it just kinda hit me like a brick or like a second like first like, wait you first like
1: wait, what? <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean I think that like
0: Well, maybe Kufun will have to save Honeywa.
1: Like, like Anna saved Elsa. It does feel like that could easily be part of it at some point. Yeah, like, that that could be something they're working up to. I don't know if it's something that will happen, but it definitely wouldn't seem totally off to, like, if it did happen, you know? Mm. Um, But it is... I mean I don't know like it like now it because those two both have this as a trope. I wonder if it is just like a trope. Like maybe it's mm-hmm. a newer trope than well, like other
0: things, but it right. is it, it's weird, you know. Well, and the whole the whole sighted superiority thing. I mean, it's hard because when I'm, you know, I you and I have a fair amount of usable vision, and if I'm in a a a room of totally blind people, which I have been. I mean, I I got to stay at the at the national uh federation for the blind their main headquarters uh in baltimore which is basically run by blind people right. the, the whole staff is blind pretty much um and they i mean and they run the center and they run it you know like clockwork they do a they do an amazing job their president of the organization is blind um and yet i sometimes am in a room with all of them and i'm the only person who can see or one of few who can see?
1: Like, has any vision? You mean? Yeah. Sorry, you, has any vision? You yeah. don't have to say you can, because that's really right. different from a sighted person. <laughs> right. You're right. Because I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, <laughs> no,
0: thank you. Um, um, yeah, I am. I am one of the few people with with vision with use with some usable vision. Yeah. And I do kind of find myself thinking about that th- that question in my head, like, oh my god, how do I act around these guys? Because I don't want to come off like an asshole because I have usable vision.
1: Right. And I think, yeah, and that is very hard because I I think that like, it's, you can kind of like think, oh, well, does my blindness even really affect my life? But then you have to be like, yeah, it does. It really does. It affects my life all the time. It's a really big, it's not that my, you know, just because I have some vision, it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that I'm not a blind person. I don't have that identity. And I think that like, it is important to remember that like 90% of blind people have some vision and in a way I've been thinking a lot about it we haven't had any representation so far of any single person who actually has the vision we have like and, like, and that's yeah. 90% of blind people are yeah. not being represented at all and I think that that also could be a weird thing but that's kind of I guess another point that's like not necessarily to the point you're making uh, yeah, but no, it's just but, something
0: that came up. But I hear you like I that's that'd be an interesting challenge for an actor you know play someone who can see but not well.
1: Right. We'll play a blind person that's part of the 90% of blind right, people. Right, so right. I would word
0: that. That's better. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's because I... Yeah. I mean, I think because... I don't know. Just as, And I think that comes from me, like being very like militant about that just as someone who was not diagnosed for 10 years and I do think if there was more representation of people like me that that would not have happened because I literally only found out that you could be a blind person with some vision when I was diagnosed after being one for 10 years and so if I can't know about it when I was one for 10 years then that's bad especially when it's 90% of blind people (laughs) that
0: seems wrong and I mean (laughs) if you if you do the reverse you know if you put me in a room with a bunch of sighted people and then I'm Right. The then odd, you, the odd personality. Yeah, yeah. You know. Then, d- do some people think that they are superior to me? I mean, I've yes. definitely. Oh yes, I they can do. Confirm. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, happen. I have definitely have had that that experience. So it's it is it's hard. It is a struggle because I right. yeah I definitely don't. I don't ever want to see myself as superior to someone else because I can do something that you can't do. Yeah. We, yeah. We're not. It's not about who is superior and who is better. It's about the fact that people have different abilities
1: right and it's really has nothing to do with your um like morality at all like you know like ability and morality are there's no connection there (laughs) you know like it's just like not to say that they're you know inversely like connected I just think there's no connection they Mm -hmm. just don't you know you how your abilities has nothing to do with your morality. Well, There's two different measures. And there <laughs> are,
0: yeah, and there are plenty of blind people in this show who are assholes. Right. There's
1: a lot of them, I feel like. It is like, which I think... I think there's most of them are and that is the thing that I don't understand like wh- I mean like in the world today like most people are fundamentally good so why would a blind world have so many more assholes than the actual world it doesn't like make any sense <laughs> well but
0: yeah but that also that also implies the trope of the blind or disabled person as the innocent oh they're they're innocent because they're disabled and they just they wouldn't know any better and why would why would you ever suspect them i mean okay so i i carry a big purse with me or a backpack or whatever and whenever when i I go to the movies i of course will usually buy something at the concession stand popcorn or drink something nine times out of ten i'm sneaking something in my backpack and Almost nobody stops me No one cares Nobody cares Well yeah. that No one cares And um, and even when I was working In a movie theater I wasn't stopping people But still
1: Right I don't, don't think,
0: think anyone Has ever
1: gotten stopped For doing that <laughs> Unless it's so fucking obvious I mean I don't think that I mean I think occasionally We get like Sometimes special treatment But I don't know I've never really Totally been aware Of like it being clear That I was getting Any sort of special treatment I don't know. I mean, it depends. I think that if it's like, if I get it, it's probably something I don't need or want, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, which I mean, makes it hard to um, really remember. But like, yeah, I mean, I think that it, it doesn't, there's a difference between people being, because there would be no one to be like, oh, poor you in this world, other than the like, few cited characters, like, which sometimes they're sort of like that maybe, but not, not totally. Like they don't like Honeywell, I guess, would have to be the one who would be the closest mm-hmm. to like being like, you know, uh, what's the right word? Patronizing. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, I think that, yeah, just that blind um, people, I think do not nec- like uh, just a world of blind people would not be more um, morally mm-hmm. suspect than a world of sighted people or a world, you know, our world basically Mm -hmm. with blind and sighted people. But like, um, but I think the fact that the characters are just, it is so extremely different. Like it is inverse. Like I feel like in the real world, like 90% of people are just like trying to do the best thing. And like when they do stuff that's shitty, it's like coming from an intention that was not meant to be like you know aggressive it's really just coming from some sort of like you know ignorance or just not paying attention you know most people generally given the option will do the right thing and be a good person overall we hope like yeah but I think there are people who are not like that and they're but they're not They're, like, 10% of the population, maybe 15, which, you know, can be a lot because those people do sometimes make your life a living hell. And if you have one of them that's in your life in a certain position of power to you, that's something you think about all day and all night. And that's going to really affect your life. So it seems like there's more of them because they take up more brain space if they're in your life. But, like, statistically, they're, like, 10% or 15% of the population is, like, that probably at a higher end. So the idea that in this world, like, 90% of people are... like horrible it's just like what why would that be true
0: <laughs> and i think i i think that's another one you have to chalk up to tv logic like right, which and I don't watch I do not to, watch you know. TV
1: shows that are like that. So this is something that I cuz that is a kind of thing in a TV show that I'll be like, "Well, I'm not going to watch that." So I have no TV reference because I will purposefully not watch a show that has that that that's true cuz I'm like, "I'm not going to believe a world where 90% of people are assholes. That's not how the world is." And it just I don't know. It always makes me think that the writers are assholes like cuz, you know, like it's like, "Do you not have empathy for humans? You're not know what's going like" Are you part of the 10% if you all your characters are? That's got to say something about you if you I mean, can't I- get the range of human decency right and
0: that's and that is a question i can't answer that's <laughs> i think that's a question for stephen knight i know the producer of the and show and
1: like not to like throw shade too much um on any one person but i do think that and you know maybe some of them are good people who just are not very good at writing <laughs>
0: which you know i guess it's one thing well but, I, like, I, again and kind of to defend defend the writers a little bit i don't think it's that they're bad at writing i i don't think this is a a horribly written show. Um, I, but I think that this is this is the story that they want to tell. They don't want to tell a story about the real world or about nice people.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there but then are, like, there are there
0: good why? people. Why but, tell this story though? Well, and again, we've only seen four episodes, so we haven't you know we right. haven't experienced we, we the entire it. story. I Feel
1: like we have a good sense of like the perspective mm-hmm. in different ways, but I guess like what um what do you think like why why make all the characters mean what's like because i think the narrative like reason for that is the really the only important thing in this discussion kind of if that makes sense i
0: think the characters are mean i think it's hmm, okay i think it is a it's it's power struggle yeah Um. the characters who are in power have everything and they and therefore they feel like that they, they they can do whatever they want, so they are not uh, the nicest people. They have they have everything, and but still they're unhappy. Yeah. And they can, you know, Queen King can I- exert her power they over don't have everything. You know, whoever. Well, no, they don't have everything. They
1: but, have pretty little. I mean, mm-hmm. they kind of are acting on scarcity, but it also seems like so self inflicted half the time that you're like. Why? (laughs) Why are you doing this? (laughs) Why not just be cooperative? Like, Mm -hmm. this is evolutionarily stupid. Like, there's no way that every single person would have this just, like, completely, like, dis, you know, that that goes against evolution to, like, not be cooperative. Like, that is such a, val. like, you need that to evolve as a species. So, like, how did that get, like... You know, tested out of people like because you would also think that the people who survived would have been the most cooperative, (laughs) you know, like they had to be. So the gene pool shouldn't (laughs) should definitely be more cooperative at this point. Like it is so bizarre that like (laughs) they would be so like, like, I mean, and acting out of scarcity like that is a valid argument. Mm -hmm. Um. Like that would be like the only thing that I would be like, okay, acting out of scarcity, that's fine. Like I can, I'll relate to that because people do act, that's how you get the worst out of people. Like good people act badly in scarcity because scarcity is like abusive and and not in, in, you know, when people lash out at abusive I situations, think, that's, you know, that's yeah, normal yeah. part of abuse.
0: <laughs> I think this question, hopefully, as far as why, why is everybody so mean and evil and awful hopefully will be answered as we go on because i mean the, the characters are traveling to the house of enlightenment so right now we are you know these the characters that we're meeting are acting like like you said with scarcity and situations of abuse they're acting on their base instincts yeah basically i mean the people can seem incredibly uh, animalistic you know they are they are acting on what their id is telling them to do like their very base natures i need to hunt i need to eat I need to procreate. I Which, need to find shelter. They're you know? blind,
1: so you would think that, like, why would that be? I feel like blind people in scarcity is, they're, It's I don't know. Like, I've had scarcity in a lot in my life, and violence is definitely not the first thing my hand goes to. It's like, I feel like my scarcity reaction would be far different from that. Like, my scarcity reaction, because violence just seems stupid dumb you're gonna like get hurt when you do that
0: but you i think you also have to consider the world that has been created i mean because if you compare this to something like children of men that world had scarcity too yeah you know and and even though that and even though that world was incredibly sophisticated and there and, and there were still very sophisticated parts of the world um people were still blowing each other up and violent and and there were some people yeah. who, who who weren't who were still living norm, you know, quote unquote normal lives,
1: right? But I think that, like, first of all, we don't see anyone living normal lives here. <laughs> Everyone that, that's is true. No, it's ridiculous. It's
0: it's not a very good comparison because *Children of Men* is is uh, our world, basically our world. But what if no kids? This is right. Not no kids our world. are born.
1: Whereas, yeah, this does have a very different tenor because, like, it doesn't just affect the kind of the demographics it also affects every single individual because the now all the individuals are blind so like i feel like that does make a big difference in like how you conceive that world like because there that kind of has to be your starting point point. and i just think that like if you become if everyone becomes blind cooperation is going to be the number one thing they're going to think. Like that's, like that makes sense. And you
0: do, you do see, you do see society cooperate though. I mean, you do, the village of, of Alchemy. But not really. Like the, the,
1: we follow two different, you know, communities and both of them are extremely separate, like they're civil wars, like they're extreme civil wars. Like people are killing each other, both of them. Like, so there's no harmony whatsoever because even within the tribes, they're, they're killing each other. Like, so that's not harmony. (laughs) That's not cooperation. It's like literally like me versus us, like And this is everyone seems to be operating on me versus us. And that is ridiculous because it's like not I don't even think it would be us versus them that often. Like, I feel like it would be like we are so few. We have so uh, little ability to do something as an individual. We need to come together as a community to figure out how we're going to deal with this and like to build back our community, you know, collaboratively, because that is going to be just like Mm -hmm. that's going to be so necessary. But if
0: you think of. These are generations after generations after generations of people who have not lived within our society, and this and this is all they know. And this is the evolution of of that of of the, this world going you know going to shit and all. We, we can assume well they have electricity, but we but you know they don't have cell phones, they don't have laptops, they don't have any technology, right? And then some some tribes like the village. Are yeah, are living basically on um, primitive stuff,
1: right? They which, right? But then I guess, what? How do we get from? If we assume that, like, okay, when everyone went blind, there was a lot of cooperation and everyone came together as a community to figure it out. Like, how would you get from that point to where we are? I just can't imagine how that works. I you don't know? know.
0: I yeah, that's that's a question <laughs> I can't answer. It's funny because we we literally had the same discussion. We talked about the first two episodes of the show. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it is. I want I want it to be more clear. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, we we
0: got a little a very brief snippet of their constitution.
1: Oh, which the constitution in which place? In Queen Kane's hall. Oh, oh, there was, oh there's yeah. that
0: wall of rope, of braided right. rope. That's their constitution. Because we then they talk about that in the first couple episodes, but it's never anything that mm-hmm. I can actually remember what they're Right. Saying. Well, because basically, so <laughs> Queen yeah, because Queen Kane is dead set on catching the children, and. The other the people in her court, Lady Anne and Lord Dune among them, are sick of it, basically. Yeah, because it. she's they're totally over it. So over it in fact that they try and assassinate her. Yeah. Which doesn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Which is again civil war seems to be very no one's no one's really qualmbraining mm-hmm. with each mm-hmm. other. Whatever. Yeah. But like Well
0: so Okay, so <laughs> so we're we're at the um, we're at the festival basically, and we've just seen a bunch of people burned alive, and then the 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 people from the villages come together in a, a, I don't know a giant I don't want to say orgy because you thank goodness we don't we didn't have to see anything
1: Yeah, it is, but, kind of, but it is it kind is kind of, of an orgy, orgy. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So okay, so they're having their orgy, and, or at least they get paired off. Thank you. That's a better that's a better way of explaining. It. It's yes. Kind of like a key party, I guess. Oh my god, I thought the same thing too. Yeah, yeah. So, so they all get their keys, and um, which I guess with blind people is easy to play. Yeah, because you
1: would just accidentally have a key party. A bunch of blind people
0: get together. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Kofun and Honeywa are well. Honeywa is actually hanging out, watching the pairing, watching some of it, and. Cafun isn't isn't having any of it, so he yeah, wanders. Yeah, upset. he he's a very because
1: well, they just burn people. It was extremely yeah. upsetting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was it was really upsetting. And um, that's
1: when we have the KKK, like we have people in KKK hoods, which like very weird. Like you're blind. <laughs> like
0: why bother? <laughs> I don't understand why anyone cares what people are wearing. That's probably um, that's probably filmic language for for sighted people. Right. But then it's it's
1: so distracting because <laughs> like if you're going to make about blind people, a world of blind people, it's I feel like it's far more distracting for us to do stuff like that where you're like, why would they have a king? Like, it's also like you're telling us they're burning people. We don't need to know that they're the cake king to burn people. You know, like that no one's going to be like, oh, but I like these guys because they're burning people that seem to have done nothing wrong. Oh, but they're the KKK. So now I change. My-. It's like you don't need well, that. Well, maybe
0: maybe just the shittiest parts of society survived. The right. absolute shittiest Which parts. Which like... Uh, See again, it's yeah. I don't buy it. I, I wish I was less pessimistic than you because honestly, I don't trust people.
1: Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I I'm really a, don't. I'm not an optimist, but I am a realist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do understand that history does over time things get better, and like, and people in in times of struggle work together, and overall. Like, we get better as a species and things always get better. We don't go downhill, like, for too long. Like, obviously, it's a jagged, like, it's a jagged mountain. But we're always getting more moral and more caring for each other. And it is such an important part of evolution is to work together. And and we're only going to get more and more of that as time goes on. So, this makes literally no sense. And, like, and it really, like, I don't know. I'm kind of over. I'm sorry, Melissa, but I'm very over (laughs) I get really annoyed.
0: I'm like, we need to have hope because we're not going to do anything. If we don't have hope. Like, that's like so, like... Sure. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm I'm all for hope. I mean, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> I, I do consider myself to be a very optimistic person. I guess I'm just... <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just rather pessimistic about this show. <laughs> I, I don't know. I And I probably read way too many dystopian maybe. novels.
1: Yeah, it is. Because I was thinking, like, it is... Dystopian, but it's also like sort of like not the like simply not the classic dystopian world because I always think of dystopias as being like you know um, some you know brand new world. Remember right
0: name? Nineteen eighty four. No brand, brand new world, you got it. Okay. Um, I
1: don't know why that's not it. Um 19,
0: 1984, Fahrenheit, four fifty one. Yeah. I mean yeah. I, Android's I, real
1: life yeah, yeah. Like it always feels the like Handmaid's it has to have tale. it has to have robots or something. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which just does not have robots. But it is it is a dystopian and then it's in the future and dystopian. So mm-hmm. but it, it it is it is like yeah, I don't know. Would you call? Would you classify this in the category of dystopia? I, d-
0: yes, dystope dystopian, absolutely. Because uh, we have different factions fighting with each other. But I would, I don't know. I would put this more in like post-apocalyptic dystopia. Because yeah. when I think of like a dystopia, I'm thinking of. Um, well, robots is a good example, but an, an established place. Right. A usually, city, like a you know, central government. Right. A is central usually,
1: government. the villain. <laughs> <Like> yeah. A- <laughs> and I mean, there's,
0: there's, Doesn't have there's be? a central government here, but it's more of a monarchy. Yeah. It
1: feels, it's super feudal. Mm-hmm. Like era, like it, it, it is kind of like it's the opposite of Star Wars and that it feel it's technically the future, but it's extremely yeah. f- the past. Like there's just no future aspects to it whatsoever. Yeah. And as
0: long as your village doesn't, you know, piss off the queen, she'll probably leave you alone. You'll never see her. Yeah, you might not even know she I exists. No, though
1: it doesn't seem like you can be, you can live a life of like. There's not a single character that's just like, okay, well, you know, I have the stuff that I do day to day, you know, and I have my family that I love, and like, there's no characters that are just chilling. Like everyone is like constantly like, I'm gonna die, or or I have to kill everyone. Like it, well, not or. It's like those are. What I'm always doing, either getting <laughs> about to die because someone's about to kill, like I'm either trying to, someone's killing me or I'm killing someone else, and that's like ninety percent of my
0: life. And that's like well, trip that's, all the characters. <laughs> that's why I think I notice, um, and I, I know Jason Momoa's character uses it a lot. Uh, love the word he calls his kids love he or dear he calls his wife love or dear. It's, yeah, well, and
1: he's also the most like empathetic. Him and um, Kofun. Are mm-hmm. like the only two characters. <laughs> like, I think. I think. Like pa- I, I think Paris morally... is pretty em-
0: empathetic. Yeah, I don't know why Paris like bugs me half the time. <laughs> well, because she's she's empathetic, but she's she's the one who's pushing the hardest for enlightenment. She has disobeyed Baba what? and Magda. I like repeatedly.
1: It, I'm fine with someone disobeying character. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I love a good rebel. But sh- I think it's because she just always feels very cagey to me, and I do not like that mm. in a character. Like, I want someone who's gonna like say what's on their mind. Because right. I'm like, I don't wanna have to like fucking worry about what you're thinking. Or, like, or I just it, want or to or pull it out it. of
0: you. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's just because that reflects my real life. <laughs> I'm gonna annoy when people do that to me. I, <laughs>
0: okay. I guess, I guess, why I gravitate towards Paris is she's presented as a wise woman basically yeah and she's yeah so i i don't know i just have lots i just i respect her because she has lots of knowledge that i don't
1: but that's i'm like if you have this is and this is kind of the idea of the show if you have knowledge you should be giving it out mm-hmm. like it shouldn't be which is kind of funny now that we've seen book of eli there is a lot of weird similarities to book of eli <laughs> um the book of Eli kind of bought a little bit more cuz we had most of the villains were cited so it kind of it made a little bit more logical sense to me um, but like <laughs> but you but do it, have like this kind of idea that knowledge should be spread and not right it like, should be helped. it should be
0: shared and not hoarded which is
1: why Paris mm-hmm. bugs me cuz she it always feels like you're never totally sure if she wants people to like it it, it feels kind of, it's a little bit more I always worry that she is kind of more of a very us versus them kind of person Mm -hmm. in a way that's like not always healthy once you push
0: it too far do you think when push comes to shove paris would turn on the on the party and give give them away
1: um not no because i feel like she is aligned with only with um honey one kofun i feel like that is and feel like that's her us and like even papa Voss and um and Magda are kind of the them, like she feels very much like the like a surrogate mother for the kids in a way. Well, yeah,
0: I mean she literally brought them into the world. She's a midwife, yeah, do, do, slash doctor slash healer. But yeah, right, right. But slash she's wise but woman.
1: <laughs> but they're but Magda's their biological mom, mm-hmm. so she also helped. Bring them into the world. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry. So she
0: literally brought them into the world. Right, right, but Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: They were, it was, it could, we could say it's a team effort, but it's, Magda can't not get credit for that. Um
0: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. She, and she carried them and everything. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, Kofun basically on his own, uh, <laughs> accidentally gets caught by slavers. Right. And that's, so that's something new in this society right, that, we have that I didn't now. know about. Yeah. Is, yep. People, people, just which have I slaves. was like, oh,
1: so are we gonna do a whole race metaphor? But then it kind of fell apart again. Yeah, no, I
0: don't, no, 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 yeah, no, I don't think it's necessarily about race. In in this case, it's it's literally just about slaves. Um, well, I mean, yeah, though you kind
1: of it has to be about race in some ways. When you're,
0: I mean, it does evoke the KKK right before sure. we get the slave. So yeah, we're invoking yeah. race
1: a lot, mm-hmm. especially like since we're in the south like we know that we're in the south and then we see the kkk that we see slaves so we can't say that there's no commentary on like <laughs> black americans like there's that's that's a lot of stuff to be like you know pulling up we don't we don't have any like lynchings so that right. that was another that's another right. brutal go-to that you can Ooh. evoke
0: race with but um but yeah but now Kafoon has to pass us blind because right. he def they he definitely doesn't want the slavers to know that he can see. Yeah, I mean,
1: well, I mean, yeah. in a way, they always have to be in this world. Yes, they. All, yeah, they have. Yeah, like it's just once they're outside of their tribe, sort of, but even within the tribe, it's like trying mm-hmm. to like, give them away. Which, okay, so this is another aspect of it. Like the tribe is they're gonna be burned as witches, like if they're given away to like especially queen. Cain like wants them dead basically so so the tribe needs to protect them don't okay so like I feel like it is understandable why people in the tribe would want to give them up in some ways (laughs) like because it's like because they wind up like dying like they like so they truly die for these kids and and so it makes sense that they're like no
0: don't want to do okay but here's the here's the thing and because that's what I thought too is oh obviously the tribe is gonna let Baba and everybody ex- escape uh, Not all of the tribe uh, Protected them I mean Bo Lyon's mom right. did Because she dies for it She dies for protecting them But I mean Gether and Suebax Aren't going to protect them
1: Well I mean all of the tribe dies though mm-hmm. Like except for the people That are at the end of the episodes we watch on a boat yeah. So yeah. because of that they truly did have to die and so you kind of have to, like, in retrospect, it's like they, like, I feel like the that the whole family, like Baba Voss and Magda and everyone, they were kind of asking too much. I, like, I just think they kind of, like, that there is a moral, there has to be some sort of moral, like, um, you know, weight put on their, all of their shoulders. Because they're basically just saying that, like, we're going to, like, we're going to make it so you all die mm-hmm. for our safety and that does not feel great to me like you know that feels like the and the fact that they don't even really have any remorse for that all that much like you kind of like at a certain point I'm like why didn't everyone get together and figure out a way so that like as a community again I mean you know not to go totally back to what I was saying before but in this case like you know there had to have been a way that like they could try to protect both the family and the community separately like, especially if they ran away earlier, because then the com- they wouldn't go after the community if they if that wasn't even really that helpful to them. You know, like if they had run away, then it- there's no reason to go up to the tribe if they're so well, far and, gone.
0: And maybe, you know, Tamak June has just had it he just had had it up to here with this, trying to find these damn kids and he missed them again he found their home but he right, missed because he keeps so he, missing them right so he burns the village out of rage
1: well that's and that but that's also like what was gonna happen like which is why and that happens when you spend all this time going after the tribe and then they finally leave Whereas I feel like if they had left from the beginning, then the tribe would kind of get to be innocent, wouldn't have to be innocent bystanders. Like they could kind of potentially like just, you know, kind of wash their hands clean of this and Mm -hmm. be like, this is not our, you know, we've decided this is not our problem anymore. And that would be fair. And I feel like because Baba Voss is kind of like the patriarch of the tribe so i feel like it's kind of on him to be like hey like we're not gonna put all of your lives at risk when our lives are at risk anyway so like they're also worried about their own safety and so to add all these innocent bystanders into that safety calculation and then in the end manage to be safe but then all the innocent bystanders die like that seems not cool because you yeah, just let no. your own people
0: into death right basically. and i think i think he he definitely feels that. I think he is he carries that on his shoulders. And I'm thinking that this is something that he's gonna have to deal with in future episodes, honestly. I don't think yeah, you, just, I mean, they're you just like promise. Inter- yeah. I don't think you just introduced an element like this into your story. Yeah. And then just oh well, I guess the village is dead, you know. And then right, I'm just gonna right, go definitely. on. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he's gonna have to deal with that. I maybe he's gonna meet someone from the village, from Alcony Village, who survived. Or who, Do you, you know. feel
1: like it could have been avoided, though? Because that's, I think, the real question. Well,
0: so he obviously, you know, he had a plan. He, he built a boat, and they and big yeah. enough for him and a couple of other people to to sail on. And I think there were some people in the village, like Magda's Mogda, like Lion's mother, who had accepted the, their fate. This is what is going to happen. So she made Lion and a couple of other people go with Baba. Um, so I think you have people like that who and. Bolion's mother certainly didn't give the twins up. She and she wasn't going to. And I'm I'm guessing that maybe well I can't say that maybe not everybody in the village knew. It's a small community. I'm sure everybody knew. I mean knew. everyone knew. Everybody yeah. knew. Yeah. And Gither and Suabacks didn't help matters well, cuz <laughs> they were probably pleading.
1: but that's also like seems like that also could have been avoided if you had just left from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems like you're kind of also making yourself more vulnerable and then also, like, putting other people's lives at risk. And it, it was just, I never fully understood why they didn't just leave. Right. Well, maybe they didn't have the means to leave. Well, they I mean... did have the means to bring the whole tribe. So on, that seems on, harder. That, <laughs> on that boat, they weren't gonna fit well, on that no, boat. No, 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 but that's like, but at the because this happens at near the end of the fourth episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mormon. it's kind of we are all
0: skipping around, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we and we've kind of covered a decent amount of the two episodes, yeah, I feel well,
0: like. The only uh, the only thing I want to circle back to is yeah. the the scene, the fight scene in the third episode because I right, think that the slaver, needs to be talked the about, slavers. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kafun and the others are led to this concrete room basically in what was a city maybe and they're going to be uh sold off yeah. so Baba Voss is going to go rescue them uh because because Honeywa has led them uh to where they are where the kids are slaves and so our kids where the slaves are being kept because she can see the smoke from their fires
1: um well she can also read a message that um the uh Kofun C- mm-hmm. wrote right right um, and this is where Magda learns that they um, are reading mm-hmm. because she mm-hmm. until now didn't
0: know right. that they could read Right, Paris and them had kept it uh, a secret and Magda and Baba, and, Voss, and, and Baba Voss right Oh, you're right, you're right. And uh Magda is not happy. yeah, she' is a real mad. yeah, and I mean, I understand. I mean you you have your entire your your entire family, whom you love and trust, is basically keeping secrets from you and a huge secret,
1: yeah, to yeah, keep. I mean, it really is i I would be mad too mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's reasonable. and I mean, yeah, I guess like I get that that's something that they wanted to do, and then like, you know. What is it? Is it morally wrong to learn how to read? I don't think that's very clear. Well, not, <laughs> you
0: know, that's not clearly it yeah. one way or the other, really. Not only just learning how to read, but gaining knowledge, learn, you know, and and, and advancing in their studies as sighted people. Maybe Magda is upset uh, because she doesn't want to lose them to this. Yeah, you know, because then they want to find. Gerla well, it Morrell also puts and, them you know. potentially
1: in danger too. Right.
0: right and they're you know they're in enough trouble because they can see
1: right so that makes it but it almost feels like the fact that they can't say anything about how they can see but like makes it more da- makes them more dangerous because like if you knew they could see i guess then you would like because they they're like you know uh, honey was like shooting people with
0: arrows right like you yeah, know. we know we know honey dangerous yeah right right but yeah. like
1: i feel like if if there was more awareness that that they were different i mean i don't know but it does feel like they are more dangerous and that no one even knows they can see so it does feel like as a society they fucked up by like making you know sighted people need to like not like be um discreet just makes because i feel like a discreet sighted person i would be more afraid of than a non-discreet sighted person they already have discreet blind
0: people they have shadows um, the spies who just kinda are there in the background all painted up. Well
1: kinda everyone can be discreet, depending no, on true. it's yeah. just that like they wouldn't like everyone is assumed to be blind.
0: hmm
1: Um or they're accused of being a witch, basically. Yeah. Um so <laughs> yeah. so that like they kind of made it they kind of dug their own hole that like sighted people are not gonna they have no incentive to say that they can see to anyone Mm -hmm. other than like trusted people because Mm -hmm. like you know you're not gonna tell someone that you're you know the kind of person they want to (laughs) kill you know that's not it's like you know that's just being like we're gonna you know, we need someone to confess to this crime, and also they will get the death penalty. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, so no one's going to confess to the crime, obviously. <laughs> like that's not—you're never going to get people say, you know, no one's going to come forward with that kind of shit. So, I mean, you know, they kind of have to like not, yeah, not be openly cited. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but which is why I think part of my just thing is like they are in, in thus endangering themselves too.
0: Yeah. Like, no, I, I can see I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, um, which is a good like,
1: you know, par- parental concern. Like that, you know, that makes sense. Oh yeah, I didn't
0: think I didn't think that Magda wasn't justified in her anger. Oh totally, she has every right to be angry. Uh, so yeah, um, but at the
1: same time, it is kind of like I mean, well, that why can't they read and why can't they do. Some stuff, you know, because I I kind of go back and forth on this during right, the right. show.
0: Well, that I think I think she's angry. I, not I know she's angry because she was lied to. That she's yes, absolutely angry which as, I she's angry lied to. About that. But I think another reason why she was angry is, uh, Honeywa could read the message, and Honeywa helped them find the direction in which to go to follow the smoke to to follow the path to to where they were being held, and she couldn't. She's right, well, because it's, like,
1: someone that's, it's, like, kind of being a disabled person, and then for the first, it's kind of, like, in the eyes of me, where you had those kids who would go, who would wind up after being in the blind school, or in a public school, where they were the only blind person. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of, that's exactly what is yeah. going through, yeah. is that, like, yeah. she's so used to just being, like... A abled person in that society Because she is And like And once she has the, the kids make it So that she is now Needing to be a disabled person For the first time
0: And now she's seeing All the things that Well experiencing All the things that Her kids can do And they're out You know they're out Pacing her And Yeah I, th- I think a little bit Of her anger was Due to the fact that She just felt useless She's their mother Right And, and that's a big part of And she can't help them She can't protect them Yeah
1: Yeah I mean it is I guess it kind of makes sense That you would like Because I think that you know all blind people at some point go through like you know it's like kind of a grieving process of like losing your vision even if you're born that way you still have to like you know it's just your grieving process goes to the same of coming of age well, <laughs> you yeah, know you're, if, you're,
0: if you're born with almost no vision i mean you're you are born into a, a world that's not made for you right, you have right, to figure right. It
1: out. which it would make sense that like you know, instead of like someone becoming blind later on in life, she's becoming a disabled person later on in life. But it's still the same dynamic of like, now she has to like, you know, now she's just much more aware of the, you know, the things that annoy us, you know, (laughs) like, and if I don't, yeah, I mean, and that's something I think about, like, why I would be reluctant to like, you know, teach certain ages of kids, especially teens, because, like, there's, like, a sense of, like, you know, kind of just being shitty about people's disabilities and, like, you know, be like, oh, you can't see you all. I'm gonna, like, you know, do stuff that I'm not supposed to do in a way that you can't see it, and, like, that stuff gets me really mad, (laughs) and so, like, that's something that I think I can still you know, I can handle it, but it's, like, a stressful thing that I have to deal with as a teacher that a sighted person wouldn't need to deal with. And I think that's, you know, I've heard that a lot from other blind people I know who teach. Like, um, so I think that that's kind of, like, I I think she's kind of also getting that, like, it felt a little bit of that dynamic of, like, they're able to kind of communicate to each other, and it makes her feel like, these are my kids, but they're not really, like, you know, they're kind of have a different relationship she, with each other yeah. and, and kind of leave me behind and she I'm knows, not part of their life
0: in a way. Exactly. She knows that it, once they get to where they're going, wherever that is, she's going to have to let them go. She's going yeah. to have to make that choice because I don't know what Kafun is going to do. But obviously Honeywa wants to go to, with Jirla,
1: Right. Honey well, And because Cofun, because at one point in the fourth episode... They, um, I think, or maybe at the end, I don't remember exactly. But they, but they literally say that that Kafun is like, I want to stay in the with the at the village, and Honeywa says, I want to go and leave. So that's not. This is not even in us inferring. That just, that's just.
0: They what both they say. say those lines. yeah. 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 <laughs> so, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so they make it to the city, to the to the ruins of the city, and Baba decides to go on alone. For the slavers. For the slavers. I mean, and we, he
1: kills all the slavers. Oh
0: God, yeah. And so we learn, we learn that Baba, his father, was a slaver, and he was trained as a slaver, and he decided, I don't want to be a slaver anymore. Right, but he was like he was the of his he life. was yeah he was a slaver, yeah. So, and Hanewa wants to go in and rescue them because she has sight, a rescue Kafoon because she has sight and she can do it. And he's and, like, I don't want you to see this. Right, exactly, exactly, and because. Baba has to be... He has to do some really fucked up things to these people. <laughs> oh, not to the slaves, Not to the slaves, but the slavers. Yeah. And you see him, like, getting his swords ready and taking off his utility belt and picking up gravel. And I'm like, why the fuck is he picking up gravel? And then you... Then this... I, I gotta say, I mean, it was a really cool fight scene. It was, it was so a really brutal, cool though. fight scene. It was so brutal, though. I could not handle it. Was, him. Oh, no. So when he when baba to to dispatch the last slaver when he sh- shoves his sword down the guy's throat I mean, I i'm sitting there going oh it. no oh i was coughing like i was just oh my god it was i'm gonna be sick
1: <laughs> i don't <laughs> even was... want to talk about this it's so horrible okay
0: so i, I no won't... no
1: no 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 it's fine
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's I, I won't i won't go into excruciating detail but it's it's awful uh The but it was really cool to watch him do it, (laughs) like to watch him fight. You know, why did he have to be so brutal? I I feel like he could be a lot more humane. He could have dispatched them without dispatching them. But, but like the little things he did, like the floor was wet, so he threw the gravel so that he could hear all of the footsteps. He used his used his swords as guides to help him navigate the room. And then, you know, to help him dispatch the, yeah, the slavers. Yeah, the show
1: seems to really care about how people could fight while blind and, like, literally can't even get the actors to not... Look at each other directly when they're talking to each other. It's so bizarre where their like priorities are. Like they they will do like the um, like all this complicated seed work for like how blind people fight. The most boring part to me. And then they literally are always looking at each other when they're talking. It's like why would two blind people just look directly into each other's eyes? It's complete nonsense. Sorry, that's,
0: yeah. But anyways, I, yeah, anyway, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I can't. I, can't answer. <laughs> I cannot answer that question. But I mean, it was it. It was it's this amazing like show of dexterity and skill and like Baba is extremely capable and you know I wouldn't want to get in a fight with him and of course, definitely not. But yeah. I don't know. Does it not bother you that like all
1: of the times that they actually think about what it would like to be blind, it would be like to be blind are literally to murder each other? Like they just do not care when it's anything else. Like because they forget that the characters are blind. Obviously, like it gets worse. I feel like we talked about this a little in the first I episodes, mean, but it gets mo- it gets worse. Yeah,
0: I think that maybe these people have just been you know living with each other for so long, for all their lives, that... uh, That they
1: don't want to actually hear each other. Like, because you would, you have to, like, face each other with your ear. That would make sense. Mm -hmm. Like, that just, that seems like a more, that seems to me more intimate, because then you're
0: you're actually,
1: you're hearing them.
0: Yeah, well, and at, at times, they do. Not, yeah, uh, not all not all of the time. Most of the time they don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Most of the time it, it looks like it looks like two sided people in a room.
1: Yeah. Talking, talking, to, each talking other, to each other. Which is it is so jarring to me. I don't know. Like, does it <laughs> is it not jarring to you? Because I notice it every single time and it just seems like the actors all they need to do is just be like, I'm blind. Like I can't see this right. person. I don't need to look at them. <laughs> I guess
0: I'm just I guess I'm I just need to be better about watching about really watching for it. Because I was just so concentrating on or concentrated on what was happening. This time around. Um, oh, yeah. Whereas what, maybe I was the other way around. Sure. But whereas, like, when the movie with, with butterflies are free, um, that, they're openly, like, he almost never looked at her yeah or, his, yeah, or his mother.
1: Because they did such a good job. right?
0: And so, and I noticed that. Yeah. Because I that's something different. That's something that I, as a sighted person watching sighted people on TV, don't get to see a lot. So I or guess, as a blind person. As, sorry, as a blind person. Hoo-hoo, yeah. As a blind person watching sighted p- people on TV, I guess I just... Don't notice it or just didn't it just didn't register with me this this go (laughs) round. because I mean I
1: know what a sad state of affairs that we only notice when it's realistic (laughs) and not when it's
0: not (laughs) well but but we, we we definitely touched on the the conversation in episode one that Baba and Gether have because Baba is like all over him he's close to him he's tilting his ears toward him he's listening to his heart he's touching him he's having this interrogation Right, but again, Without it's like sight. violent. It's like
1: literally they never ever think about blindness
0: when it's not violence. Right, well, w- when he was talking together by the tree, I don't think he got violent with him. Weird, but it's, it's intimidation. Okay, yeah, okay, you're Like, right. which is yeah. a part of violence. Yes, yes. Like,
1: it's not, because I think, what, if I think, okay, everyone's blind in this society... I have a billion thoughts about how that society works. Not a single one has to do with intimidation or violence. Like literally none of them. Whereas like you have infrastructure, the way that you do the infrastructure and they like do this. Occasionally they'll just like, touch upon something like with, you know, like the beaded languages, like they'll kind of have like little things here and there, like sprinkled around. But it's like, you need to have infrastructure. They have all these places where there's just giant open nature land, which is like literally blind people would never make that their society because that's so unhelpful. And that's like, that's already very disorienting for us. And so why would that be the thing that everyone decides? Like you would, you would have so much infrastructure because blind people like... The amazing thing about a world of blind people is the infrastructure you would have. And, like, that's what's so fucking exciting about that idea and so the fact that they just don't care and they really just and all the stuff that they come up with is like no why would a blind no like blind people but, would I mean, not do this
0: and maybe and maybe that's just not the world that they wanted to play in that that, that isn't the world that they wanted to write about they wanted to write about this feral feudal I mean, tribal society so. monarch, but monarch what we, society that's
1: that might be apparent but why I mean like but also what do we think about that
0: I guess I am coming at it uh this show when I okay when I saw the preview for this show and I because I was watching the Apple keynote event and Jason Momoa came out and introduced the show and when I saw the preview the thing about that really piqued my interest besides Jason Momoa was supposed to be the main character and for the most part he is kind of um the the thing that piqued my interest is uh everyone in the show is supposed to be blind right I'm like okay this is a show I have to watch because everybody's going to be blind and it's either going to be awesome or terrible. I don't think the show is terrible. I'm not sure if I think the show is awesome. So you were wrong. No, I'm just kidding. it. <laughs> oh, <that> I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean th- but that's not a, that's not a bad thing. I don't think I don't think it's a terrible show, but it's definitely not like I guess for me awesome is like a show like um Steven Universe or TNG or, you know, things, things that make me happy, right. you know, things, things that make me uh, that I'm excited to watch. And I, well, yeah, that's. I'm, so this I'm, is
1: not one of those shows for you, but it's not like you don't,
0: I think you, I think you like it more than I do, right? I, I think I do. Yes. I'm not dreading it. I'm not dreading having to watch this show. I'm but not it, dreading it, but I would if I didn't get to
1: talk about it. Mm hmm. Like, I, I would dread it if I was watching it for fun. Right. So this is...
0: Unless we were doing this podcast, this is probably isn't something you would just put on. Definitely not. Right. So if for the fact that it wasn't about a bunch of blind people, this probably isn't a show that I would just throw on. I see. Okay. So it's kind uh, of like that's the, the the blind aspect, is Right. What... The blindness hooked me in, but I'm more accepting of this, whatever this world is that they have created because I... I come from fantasy. Right. You know, that's what I, I was going to say. I enjoy say is I, that, I am that type of stuff. I
1: am a big fan of fantasy that is allegorical. Sure. And if it's not very allegorical and not allegorical in a way that I find helpful, then I don't like it. Like for me, it's like you create a world and you're creating a world to say something about our world right now. And if you do a bad job of that, I'm over it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's like, I think, kind of because I, I do want to say that I, I really do think that some I mean most of my favorite things at a certain point are fantastic have a fantastical aspect but they all are also allegorical like like very allegorical in and deal with issues I care about and so so I think that like the difference might be that you're kind of wanting a world like you're kind of wanting some coherent
0: idea of a world is would that be right yeah yeah I I appreciate a world uh, that is well thought out that has that has lore that goes along with it or at least a show that is letting me experience um it's internally consistent different, yeah different, different parts of the world even though I don't know everything about this world I am much more willing you know it's super it people in this world are super violent and there's no infrastructure and blind and blind people wouldn't do that i guess i am more accepting of these things you'll suspend because... your disbelief up top if they don't right. like if they don't like then contradict them like cuz
1: do you get bothered if like something is the world is really not clear what's like it, it contradicts itself or yes. there's like plot yes. holes like you like, do oh you, like my lost God.
0: No, okay, Fuck so lost. we figured out the difference. Fuck okay lost. I got okay. it <laughs> if you if you set up this thing and you set up these rules and then you break those rules right unless you have a good justification in the story why those rules are broken, that's fine. But if you set up a bunch of arbitrary rules and then just go you know for no good reason, I'm just gonna throw all these rules out the window that we set the pa- that we've spent the past hour and a half setting up. I don't want to deal with you anymore. (laughs) Good. Okay. So this is good. I think we got.
1: So I think because I also hate loss and I, for the same reason, um, because I also get bothered by that just as much. But I, I think for me, it's like I just have a higher bar you have to clear Mm -hmm. because I, it needs to be internally consistent, but it also needs to like reflect truth to humanity to me. And if it doesn't feel real like human wise, then I'm, then that is enough to break my suspension of disbelief. But that is. Yeah, that's it. But I think I think we got the main difference in how we're seeing yeah. the show, which is cool. I'm, it's helpful.
0: Yeah, my my barter injury or my barta suspension of disbelief is is much higher. Or much lower. Or much lower, sorry. <laughs> and mine is much lower. Mine is yeah.
1: higher than like all, most of the people I know. Just for mm-hmm. the record, I, I do have an extremely, extremely delicate like <laughs> suspension of disbelief. You could break it. Yeah, it is it's very dainty. You can only go so far until <laughs> you've lost me. Um so yeah. But but that I think it that yeah, that definitely helps kinda of see um where the difference in where we're coming from i mean it is also interesting like how do you feel like when it comes to like the question of blind representation like like how do those two things affect each other kind of like your ability to suspend your disbelief in an internally consistent world
0: okay so actually yeah i think i have a good answer for that question oh, um i have to care about some of the characters uh even you know and 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 being blind, the fact that everyone is blind was like my my um, gateway into the show. But if I had started watching and I didn't give a crap about any of these characters or if the show was just written really poorly or if the world hadn't been established well enough. Uh, we don't know a lot about this world, but, right, you know, right. um, I don't think that I don't think the writers are playing all their cards yet. You know, we're getting what what they give us. So we just have right. these little like. Spoonfuls of, of information that we can grab onto. If now, if if this show came on and these blind people were like driving cars and flying through the air and like we can do everything that a sighted person can do, <laughs> but we're blind, well then we'd have a problem. Yeah, and like you have to adapt the world, and and you have to adapt these characters to this world that they're that they're living in, and I don't, I just believe a lot of it you easier like do you
1: yeah so i guess it's kind of like are you more looking for like the inability to do certain things i guess i mean that's like a very like maybe not the best way of phrasing that it makes it seem like a bad opinion i I know what you mean (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah, i'm i i don't want to watch blind people who um i don't want to watch a bunch of super crips
1: Right. It's, Whereas uh,
0: it is funny because super cribs are definitely the one that bothers me the least of all the tropes. Oh God! See that it I is, just I, get so angry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is That's fascinating. This is we make a good pair. Yeah. We, ha- we really, we really <laughs> have a good like uh, contrasting opinions. Yeah. Because I, because I don't know. I mean, like I think. I, um, when I was diagnosed as blind, I felt like the whole world was trying to limit what I was able to do, and I don't. And I think that supercrips can be can make sighted people very annoying. Like, and I think that that is a very fair criticism. But I do think that, like, if anything, a lot of people, at least that I've experienced when I experience ableism, I think it comes from a place of people like not expecting enough out of me, or like being surprised when I can do things that oh, um, they shouldn't be. Surprise! I can
0: do. Oh yeah, I mean, when when job interviewers ask me, like, "What's your greatest strength? What's your greatest weakness?" You know, well, my um, my greatest strength is is that I I I uh, don't I don't under, underestimate myself, and my greatest weakness is is I let everybody else uh, underestimate my or underestimate me. Yeah. So. Um,
1: but yeah, but the super crip still is kind of, but it's still annoying, and that. Is it like, do you, do you, I mean, I don't know if you have like a really, a full idea of what, but is there like a certain aspect of the super crib thing that makes it one of the most annoying ones for
0: you? (laughs) I suppose what annoys me the most is people who see this trope in pop culture and the stories that are written about them. Because this is a, this is a story about a person who is overcoming their disability, who is be, who is prove it, proving that they are better than they are they are mm, superior yeah. to. they can walk in the world just like everybody else and and that's what the story is about. And then and then everyone tells them, oh, you're so brave, you're so brave. and I, and I get angry because uh, I want to see a story about a character or a superhero or whatever who isn't who the story is not about them overcoming their their disability they accept who they are and they and they they go on do you so is it kind of like
1: an assimilation thing like the fact that they're forced to that the highest like thing is to assimilate if that makes sense
0: yeah yeah you should you should be proud of of your well Maybe proud isn't the right word, but no, you, I will say okay. Yeah, well, okay. I say proud. Okay, proud. Then we're you gonna go choose with your proud. own. We're gonna words, go with but proud. Yeah. <laughs> um, you should. You you should be proud of your disability. I agree. With you then. should. Yeah, you should. Your disability isn't something to be conquered. Definitely, or, you know, or beaten back or tamed just so you can pass in a world full of able-bodied though people. A super
1: Crypt, though, I guess for me, I kind of think of Super Crypts as being the embodiment of that in a weird way. <laughs> and like, granted, I don't While to like obviously like Super Crypts are good. It's like not a good thing, but it's also like I feel like there are so many different, you know, tropes that are so problematic to me that it's just I I think it's the least problematic or like Mm. it's the one that bothers me the least I guess I should say um like but I do think that like in a way super close it's like like you can't underestimate people and just having a disability is something to be proud about and is like a superpower, <laughs> you know, which I do. I mean, I believe in a way like that a disability is a superpower and then it's completely different from the normal abilities that people have. And it is a valuable thing and no one should be ashamed of it. I think it's, a, I mean, kind of exactly what you're saying, but I do. <laughs> but I, but like to me, I guess I interpret that as being like when you have that super crypt narrative, it's like not the best way of going about it, but it's still like at least, saying like
0: to be disabled is not shouldn't hold you back it should right it should allow you to be and i guess i just it's it's the stories of like you know you have a character who uses a wheelchair and their whole story is about them trying to figure out how to walk again and about about how that sucks yes because because walking is just is so much better yeah i guess that's it. okay, yeah. Or, that okay, bothers me. Take it, I guess. Take it with a blind person. You have a, you have a blind character. And their whole character arc is about how they want to see and they wish they could see because if I could see, everything in the world is better because if if I can uh, but that's not overcome a super my disability, narrative,
1: though, that's not super crip. at all because no, they're because that's not. like a. I hate that. Character a lot. I mean, not. I, I'm sure that they've just internalized ableism, and that's you know, mm-hmm. don't hate the sin, not the mm-hmm. sinner, or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. That's not a good way of saying that. But like, um <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I mean, I definitely hate narratives where any like disabled person just wants to be able because I'm like, no, like this is bullshit. But like, but I, but I don't think of super crip narratives as being like that. I think of them mm-hmm. being more as like disabled people are exceptional, and like, you know, it. Like I feel like super crypts, there's a confidence and like a feeling of power mm-hmm. that comes with that and it's not necessarily about it's about assimilation but assimilation which is I think where it becomes problematic is the assimilation yeah. aspect of it but I don't think it's about like pining I think it's about mm-hmm. maybe just kind of giving in to abled norms
0: mm-hmm. well okay so they recently I don't know if you if you're keeping up with Birds of Prey, but Not really the so. DC, okay. So the character of Barbara Gordon, she was Batgirl,
2: okay. and then
0: she was shot by the Joker and paralyzed. So she became Oracle, and a lot of disabled comics readers rallied around that character because the character of Oracle, she became she's super intelligent and smart. So she became an an information broker, basically. And then the New Fifty Two happens, and uh, the reap and rebirth. And now in the current comics canon, uh, Barbara Gordon is Batgirl, and she had some um, experimental surgery or whatever, <gasps> and she walks now. No, uh, yep. really. She wa- oh yeah, she walks now. She's fine. She's not disabled at all. What the. Yeah. F- Mm-hmm. Can we just stop this podcast? I'm
1: so mad right now. I don't even like follow this. I was like franchise. <laughs> but I'm so furious.
0: I I was I was pretty upset when I found out, and yet I'm like, still reading the Birds the last of Prey comics. We
1: fucking need. Like it's just. <sighs> it's exhausting and the fact that we watched a movie from the 70s last week and that's the best one we've had so far very depressing like I mean I do truly I believe in what I was saying before about the mountain that's jagged but it is sometimes when you hear shit like that it is hard to keep believing in that when it comes to disability because sometimes it feels like you know maybe we've I mean on a good day I feel like we've plateaued but on a bad day, it is, like, why well, are we literally going down? Is it literally getting mm-hmm. worse? Because sometimes it does actually feel like that because that was, like, 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and I mean, her disability is literally, like, dismissed in, like, one panel of text. It was, like, well, right, oh, yeah, she just, went to South America and had a, some experimental surgery.
1: That's just, like that's, ev- like, that's even worse than, like, crib face or something. I'm just, like, you're not even, like, bothering to do anything. Like, you're
0: just literally, it's, like, literal erasure. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh my god. How yeah, just like how is the character of Oracle bad? So bad because she wasn't yes, Black Canary and Huntress and and a couple, of, you know, the birds of prey went out and did her footwork. But was she a villain? No, Oracle, Oracle helps out the or uh, superheroes. So she knows everything about everybody and can find out anything about anybody.
1: So then why can't she be paralyzed? Exactly. <laughs> that seems why can't she be just and then also disabled? Is, that is also like probably closer to the experience of a parent like someone who's paralyzed has like a lot more cognitive functioning mm-hmm. you know and it mm-hmm. has all those you know wires really tightly crossed and stuff yeah. that's well, like that's a good thing about mm-hmm. well disability.
0: and I mean and a lot of people don't consider the Killing Joke canon or didn't until it was apparently it has now been made canon so yeah I mean Barbara Gordon didn't start out as a disabled character she was abled and then
1: right. paralyzed, but we can accept our our becoming disabled brother and i don't think we should you know oh, yeah
0: yeah no yeah and yeah it's, it was it just made me very sad yeah to see, to see this I'm really, a really cool character uh that is it's just like, now like oh well she's an able-bodied person again and even I, in uh, even <laughs> in, in the new um yeah, and even in the so new Harley mad. Quinn series, in the animated series, she she is there. She makes she's made a couple appearances. As and a disabled character? No, as as. Batgirl but I don't know if oh right but that's before she became disabled maybe I don't because I don't know if this is if this story accepts that the killing joke is canon because that's what you have to ask is does this story accept right. that the killing joke right. is that canon that doesn't get
1: harder when you have like because like daredevil though he did become disabled he was like mm-hmm. seven so you right know, uh, unless it's like the kids you yeah know, baby daredevil yeah oh my god <laughs> baby Daredevil. Yeah,
0: he's probably gonna be blind super babies yeah um, no no <laughs> but anyway that's a whole nother yeah I that's another story for another tangent, time.
1: But that's, yep. tangent, that is tangent very, time. yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just real mad. But anyway, mm-hmm. see, now I'm mad. Yes. So I feel like I'm always too negative on the C episodes. So now I'm just going to be even more negative.
0: Sorry. It's <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So the, a lot of the fourth episode is them on the boat, being attacked on the boat. Um, yeah, it's kind getting... like the
1: half, the second half. Yeah. Of the, the second episode, or yeah. the fourth episode. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. They're. They're. I think we've kind of like touched upon this sort of because mm-hmm. they go. They do wind up fleeing basically, and the people who are fleeing is just Honey uh, uh Baba Vice,
0: Magda, Paris, mm-hmm. and Bowline. 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 Like there. Now there were a right. couple of people on. There were a couple of other people on the boat, but they right, died. But they get murdered. They get brutal murdered. Brutal yeah. murder. Brutally murdered. So,
1: so much brutal murdering. It's there's like. There is literally like four different sequences of people being extremely brutally murdered. It's, uh, yeah.
0: The show is rated M A for a reason, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. but there's
1: no like sex at all, other than like almost almost none.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean that that's a whole other discussion about like America's we're okay with watching people get their heads blown off or swords getting down people's throats. Yeah, but heaven forbid you show people having sex.
1: Yeah, and then we wonder why we have all this gun violence. And also people are so fucked up about sexual stuff and like rapists and gun violence. You wonder, it makes you wonder. really makes you wonder. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, so yeah. So they, they are able to get on the boat and leave they vote to and this is kind of like I don't know there's a lot sort of happening with the kind of there's like infighting and that like Baba Voss and um and Magda both are like what even is the thing that what was the other option was it that they would just return
0: they were gonna uh they were gonna camp by um they were gonna camp in the forest I think and I'm, just, like, start a new I think that was what was implied, is yeah. they were going to start over, and they were going to camp the But they in the couldn't, forest. like,
1: actually go home, so it does seem no, like it's a weird go decision. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you well, kind of now are on, you're literally
0: at sea. It's, it's <laughs> not, it's either not go to the, te- go to the House of Enlightenment or to go there.
1: Right. And, you know, it's like any TV watcher, like, well, I guess,
0: like, obviously we're going to go. You, yeah, there. we're One not going to show Just going like, to, oh, we're done now. Just yeah, abandon no. the
1: entire, any sort of, right. like, we could there should be a show where they're like, we could go on a journey and then they like have a vote and they're like, Oh no, people don't want to go. We'll just stay here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That'd> <laughs> Never be The mind. most boring show. <laughs> <laughs> be very funny though. Oh,
1: but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, so, but then, but then they do a vote to, yeah, go mm-hmm. or stay. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's three people, Paris, Honeywat and, uh, uh,
0: bowline Bo-
1: no, no 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 and and Cof- Cofoon mm-hmm. vote to go to the enlightenment mm-hmm. and then um, Baba Voss and Magda vote to stay and then they're like but there's a s- sixth person on the boat and they oh, have to vote right. and like and so if they vote for to stay then it would be a tie and so Baba Voss is like you know is the one who's like they have to vote which what and she okay so she's the mom of bowline I I I don't. I just didn't even remember what her character really was, other than she's like kind of part of like the civil war against. Wait, them. Wait, wait. Are
0: you talking about bowline or
1: the uh, on the boat? Yeah. Is it was it bowline on the boat? Yeah. Right. So it was. That's what I thought. Sorry, yeah. you said it was the mom earlier, and I think I just got my wires crossed. Okay, passed. sorry. No. Because no. I
0: think she's the one who got killed. No. Right? Yes. Mom's back at the village. She got killed. Yeah. Oh wait, right. she gets yeah. killed back
1: at the village. Because mm-hmm. then someone else gets killed who's yeah, with them, they and I don't send, even remember who
0: that is. They send Bo Lion and two other villagers with names that I don't remember right. with Baba Voss and company. Do they send two? Yes. So two of them get a, murdered? It was a man and a woman. Another man and another woman. But they and both get they killed. They both get killed. So yeah. now it's just, just Bo Lion. Yep. Who is mm-hmm. the one who basically, like, you know,
1: uh, sort of defined them? Well, you know. It's kind of responsible for them being on the run in some ways. Yep. So yep. So, so oh, kind of and like... there,
0: and there, that's gonna come to the light. I bet you, that's gonna come I'm to sure. light, and then we're gonna have a fun discussion about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the kind of like um, Boromir kind of character or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like you know, I don't know. Well, I guess it's the other their, way around. Their betrayal will will be found out.
1: Um. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it. No, but it's already found out, right?
0: Bo lions. I don't know. I don't think Lion told them that, that she, she was, was in the house and but they, she gathered all the information.
1: But didn't they accuse her of it? Isn't that why they're? Isn't that why everyone's mad at her? <laughs> why are they mad
0: at her? Oh, you're you're <laughs> probably right, and I just completely and utterly missed it.
1: Well, because that's the thing is that's why during the fight where Baba Voss is like she has to vote the assumption is she would vote to stay because she didn't. she, she was like, why would? you know, she protected or was not protecting them. She's part of the reason why they had to leave. So, so she, why would she want to go do the thing? You know, she Mm -hmm. just doesn't like that. She obviously is kind of, you know, not aligned with the kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they assume, like, I guess it's assumed that she would vote with, like, Magda and um, Baba Voss, but... In the end, she's like, I think we should go to the enlightenment place. Um, cause which I love her reason is literally just sunk cost. <laughs> like, she's just like, Well, we already got this, which I mean, I guess, like, what else are you gonna
0: do? Yeah, yeah it's like, I mean, yeah, else. really, why Why not? Why not <laughs> yeah. go?
1: Does it really? I mean, there is a it's not really a, a very clear, like, oh, moral choice. It's like one is just like, kind of <laughs> do nothing, and the other one's like, Well, we're already on a journey, so I guess keep, <laughs> Let's being just on keep a going.
0: <laughs> so
1: I don't know, but um,
0: but so they, yeah. Yeah. So they keep going. They keep going. And then um, Magda was hurt during the attack. Her right. leg was hurt. So they they decide to, to stop in camp anyway because she needs to rest by a fire.
1: Oh, right. And Mag- it's like she has
0: hypothermia or yeah. something. Something like that. And Magda has a pouch of some kind. We don't know what's in it. Yeah. We just know it's very special. It's, and her, it's her dad. It's her dad's something. And oh. she also has a complicated relationship with her dad, but it's more right. secret. To what right, right, right. Has. So, during the night, Kafun is supposed to keep watch, and he does, and apparently the next morning, everything is stolen. All of the, sorry, all of their weapons are stolen, including <gasps> whatever was in Magda's pouch.
1: Right. And then at the, near the very end, Ma- oh, there's like this.
0: Ma- Magra. Sorry. I think I've been saying Magda, and it's Magra. I thought it was Magda hooked it up it is magra it's magra so ap- much apologies but i'm gonna just say that's how i pronounce it cool
1: because <laughs> i just magda works for me Mag- i mean i don't know you could kind of Mag- i think ours sound different in every language and mm. this i don't even know if it's a real language that they
0: <laughs>
1: that all their names come from it's, it's yeah unclear um but yeah
0: so the so magra's pouch uh was stolen along with baba's sword and Honeywa's bow and all of their weapons. So we're trying to figure out because uh, apparently Kafoon was up all night and didn't see anyone. So the question is who took all their stuff? Right. And they only took the weapons. I have a hunch. Well... Well, we
1: do see that at the end of the episode there's like a foggy... A figure. It's like a freaking sh- some weird shining shit but mm-hmm. like not that scary. hmm
0: Well, <laughs> uh, my first thought was oh, it's Jirla Morrell but then how is that possible? Because Kafoon would have seen him. So. <laughs> yeah, but it is also dark.
1: So I keep being like. That's true. This is this. This is the kryptonite of sighted people is darkness. Like <laughs> yes. just because they can see doesn't mean like I can't like I can see some, uh, you know, some of the stuff that happens on the screen. And that was literally one of the few times I've been watching something where I'm like, literally, I have no idea what's happening. Like, it's just black. Like, there's it's impossible to see. And I have good night vision. <laughs> And I couldn't see a thing. It was just a black screen, basically, like, to the point that as a cinematographer, I was like, this is bad. We need to, like, have – we got to do a little bit of, like, exposure here. Like, it's, a, it's just – there's no – it's just black screen. So so I was confused why he would have been able to see when it's that pitch black. But – um mm-hmm.
0: But, well, he would have yeah. heard, too. Or well, yeah, but they could have all heard. heard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But
1: that's, like, why yeah. I, it is weird that, like, maybe they forget that, like, sighted, which, I don't know. It is kind of a missed opportunity for them to, like, use darkness as, hmm. especially when you, like, have a world made for blind people. It's also very nature so, like, that's, there's not a lot of light pollution, like, you know, and there wouldn't need to be because Blind people don't give a fuck. Um, right, so like right, that right. could be a fun thing to do. That could be like a fun plot device. Is like they can't, like it's it's only when it's nighttime that they that the kids also
0: become blind. Well, what if it was another shadow, like Bo Because we know the queen has shadows too.
1: But That's the cause... shadows would be the easiest to see in the dark because for some reason oh, they're, they're painted, painted white. Which also, yeah. like again, we were talking about this last episode or last of our episodes a lot, but they make it less clear why and why they need to put paint on. It seems there's no reason because they keep saying like they without the white paint and it's like this is a visual thing and it's all blind people (laughs) like why (laughs) do they paint themselves. It's so much work and literally no one can see it so it's completely irrelevant.
0: (laughs) I have no clue.
1: (laughs) Feels like something they really should have like established early on but I, I like do you think they just did? It didn't occur to them that all the characters no. are blind. No, no, no,
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think they know exactly what they're doing. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I think they know what they're doing.
1: Do you like? You think that it's going to be because it it just now it's just a strength. It feels like what could be the reason that they don't need to say that's like a surprise later
0: on. You know, well, and they've already kind of explained that the shadows are a ritual. It's a, a like kind of a r- ritual, religious thing. But so then these that's... religions have
1: been founded as blind people m- uh, made yeah, them. So I, there's no reason. I don't
0: know. <laughs> the, the, the only answer I can give you right now is I don't know.
1: But, but do you think, because I guess I'm just
0: wondering if you think that it actually is something that that they are going to explain or if it's just they were done. I don't think they're going to explain it. I think it was something cool because, again, we're watching a show that is a visual medium. And I think it was something cool that they to do.
1: I mean, as a a blind filmmaker, I mean, I do think that I have said this since I was like 15 years old, like that it makes perfect sense a blind person would make films because it's a visual art form. And to talk about blindness using a visual art form, especially one that also has sound, is smart. And I think it is the way to go. And anyone who, can, who tries and fails at doing it, I have no sympathy for them. I'm like, nope, you could do a better job. You literally could just... I mean, again, it's like... I guess it is that it's, like, I guess internally consistent, but it is completely nonsense like why like why would they paint themselves it's really nonsense like unless there's some sort of extrasensory reason to do that there's no reason a blind society would like have a whole ritual that is, is just like, so science specific there's just
0: literally no reason for it it's just so weird and and my my only combat combatant answer to that is you get to see a naked lady covered in white paint and she looks cool i mean it's cool, cool it again, like but in the last
1: episode we were like, well maybe it's like certain stuff they put on themselves so that they don't make as much noise or they sound like trees. And that could be what they did, but apparently it's not because like the voiceovers always like paint, they like put on paint. and like it seems like no, it's not that. It's just not it just makes no sense. Anyway, that that really bothers me in the looking
0: just the stuff where I'm like, they're blind. <laughs> like come on, like think, think for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, and I wonder if they had, if they had blind consultants on, I don't think on the so. show or in the so? writers' room. I don't think so. I don't think so. I There's don't know. No indication I don't, of that. I don't think so <laughs> that's something I mean, for me to actually research. Maybe when we do another one of yeah, these. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sometimes that information is not readily available online. I think, but unless they do have one, I think that if, I think if they if it's. A lot of times it's not available online, which means that probably they don't, because I think they're more likely to have that information available if they did have one. Um, But I don't think they want it publicized that they didn't do, like, basic homework. (laughs) Um, But but I don't know. I really don't think that they did, because there's no... They don't act like... Nothing they do is what blind people do. Like, there's literally no behaviors they do that are consistent, other than
0: occasionally they remember they can't see and don't look at each other. Right, right. But you are correct. You are correct. But again... This, these are these are blind people in a world that is foreign to us. So maybe it's a new type of blind person. Is but what, that is makes no sense, with.
2: though. I know.
0: I'm just, <laughs> you I'm don't trying, have to I'm defend that. It. So it's okay. <laughs> oh it's okay.
1: But so. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's yes. So it, it's, it, we get to um, the like. Uh, the shadow in the distance, which is the, isn't that the last shot of the episode? the Not, fourth episode? not quite,
0: not quite, because we okay. have to that one thing with Queen Kane that we have to deal with. Oh, so, I forgot that that was yeah, after yeah, all that. So, yeah. yeah,
1: so we see this ghosty figure. We don't know who it is and
0: then it disappears. So, mm-hmm. something's happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We just don't and then really, we, we have no idea what's Right. Happening. And and then we cut to Queen Kane, um, who was already, uh, they already tried to assassinate her. They did not – the nobles did. They did not succeed. She figured it out because she may be very odd, but she's not stupid. And she decides to flood the dam or to to break – yeah, to break the dam apart.
1: Which do you – did you understand why?
0: I have no idea. (laughs) I am just like, wait, what are we doing? Because at first she kind of prays to the consul. And so I was thinking – is this their is this their god? Is this how they did de- is-
1: Yeah, it kind of like feels like like she's doing that. Mm-hmm.
0: So, but if it was their god, why would she do what she did and then destroy the place?
1: Yeah, I mean, is it just like she's she's just blowing it up cuz she's mad?
0: Maybe. I mean, I guess it's it. Again, I don't know. It's it's It's, confusing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure next episode will um, hopefully (laughs) enlighten us, Uh, at least um, what happened after. I like when that kind of makes logical sense after it happens,
1: (laughs) instead of having to wait to know why she did it. But I guess, I don't know, because she's in the dam, so it floods. And I couldn't tell if she thought it was going to flood or not.
0: I think she knew it would. I don't know how, but I think she knew that pulling all those levers would, would uh, do that. Well, would, would do that. Would stop the down. Dam-
1: yeah, it's it's she. But do you did it, She seemed kind of surprised about it when it starts raining. And I couldn't fully tell. I Like, it seemed almost like she did for a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, then I couldn't figure it out.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised because, because there's water falling on her head, I guess.
1: Right. But, because mm. do, that's, I guess, what I'm wondering if she didn't know that was ha- what would happen like the aspect that she's that where she is is being flooded
0: now. I think she must have known because if she didn't and she started pulling on those levers she, and that happened, she m- would probably have put them back and re- and try to restart the turbines again. But she did. You didn't. think so? I think so.
1: Well, I guess we do also the episode ends right as it's starting to fall. Mm-hmm. And when is is she just like standing there at that point? No, I think she leaves the room. Does she oh, make does it she? out? I don't know okay I couldn't remember because it's yeah it's kind of like I think I was just like what what is happening and then it was I was still because I do remember when we were when I was like you know trying to have my thoughts about the show right after I finished the last episode I was like am I gonna have anything you talk about because I literally have no idea what just happened I like <laughs> in this I just have no
0: context I like don't understand yeah, any I mean, of it, like the last 10 minutes yeah, at all there, there was a lot there was a lot that happened before that but i'm stumped yeah now that we're talking about it like oh yeah i got all the
1: stuff up until that point but the last 10 minutes are just
0: completely bizarre i I wish yeah (laughs) i wish i had something to bring to the table i don't know what the fuck she's doing
1: okay but that but that's good because if we both are the same way then that means it's on the show not on us
0: (laughs) and maybe i don't know maybe there was just a detail that i missed
1: yeah i don't know i mean the voice over supposed to i mean the audio descriptions are supposed to like be good at not I mean, I guess we could have missed something. True, but that it, it said or that was not, said. It's not,
0: yeah, but it's not. It's also not really monologuing the character's inner thoughts and aspirations either. It'll tell you what the expressions on their face are, but.
1: right. But you, but you would still, you could miss. You, you're less likely to miss something any viewer would miss if there's audio descriptions. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like we have the same. Because most of the time, I miss something. It's because it's visual and there's no audio description. Mm-hmm. Like when I watch on the audio description, I no longer miss anything. Whereas I used to like miss a lot in movies because I couldn't see it, but it would never be that I wasn't paying attention. It was just that I literally physically couldn't right, perceive right. it. But yeah, um, but yeah, we might have. But that's why I think since we both listened to the audio descriptions and we both like did not understand what was going on, I think that was the show then. <laughs> like I don't and think maybe, it was. Us. And maybe <laughs> that,
0: that was that's just a decision by the show to just get people wanting more.
1: Yeah, I don't though, know. did
0: you feel like you wanted – because I actually, after the first episode,
1: I was like, oh, I, I don't remember, but there's some – I like, felt like, like, oh, I'm interested. I want to watch more. Mm-hmm. After the fourth one, I did not have the same urge. I was just like, I, I'm tired. Like, I don't understand
0: what's going on. It did not make me want to go to the next episode at all. Yeah, I mean, it def- I definitely wasn't like, oh, my God, I have to click, 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 click. I, <laughs> I have to see it right now. I have to see it right now. I, I want to come back, not because I give a shit about Queen Kane. I give – Two, I could give two shits about her. Definitely, I care about the family and what and what is happening to them.
1: Right, but then it doesn't end on that, so we don't like. Because if it ended before that scene, I'd be more interested. Because the right. guy in the the smoke, though, yeah. I didn't understand that, but I was like, oh, oh yeah, Rebecca. well, yeah, that that and, like all their
0: weapons got stolen. So I'm like, what is go- what <laughs> right, is going right. on? That
1: stuff's interesting. But then, like, the queen is already annoying, and then she just does something that's like not bizarre, and you're like, why? Why are you doing this? What's he- What are you mad about? Right I don't. Now?
0: I don't. No, she has lost her mind.
1: I don't think she really. I don't. I mean, and apparently, oh, oh gosh, oh, not to talk about her too much because she's bizarre and annoying. But like, she, apparently, I think it's Jerem Jerem Jeremorel ger- that I still ger- can't say ger- his confer- name. No,
0: <laughs> I'm um, just never going ger- to be able to ger- say ger- le- le- Morel.
1: Apparently, he like broke up with
0: her, and that's the whole thing oh yeah and she's like a which jilt, is what, she's a jilted lover which
1: like she referenced like i was like in the first two episodes she said something that sort of referenced that but i was like that's dumb that can't be like real though <laughs> and apparently it is real that is like her that's her whole motive is she's mad at Jerome morale and it's not even like another sighted person it's literally the character we already have so there's not like any sort of larger dynamic going on it's literally just this one guy basically um but yeah i don't know like this show doesn't I mean, it doesn't, I guess it does need her because she is,
0: the antagonist. like, very, yeah, 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 she
1: wouldn't have any antagonist, so it kind of wouldn't work at all, but it's just, she's very annoying, and I wish she was a different character.
0: <laughs> anyway. Well, okay. On that note, unless you, <laughs> yes. is there more you want to talk about, though? No, no, I think we've covered pretty much everything. I'm, I'm still looking forward to, to, to watching the next two episodes. Yeah. And finding out what, and finding out what happens, because yeah that would be mean, interesting to like yeah as as infuriating as this show can be um I mean I think it's I think everything is really well done i mean it's I think it's well acted, you know, I believe all of the actors, and uh, the setting is is interesting, and everything just looks. Oh, that's a visual thing, but I don't know. Everything just looks good. Everything it just feels sometimes it looks lived better in. Than it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Couldn't turn, like consistent with That's true. The that's true. But no. no it's okay. I'm, I'm like I feel bad for like tearing down your opinions seriously. No, it's okay. I'm I'm on board still with this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I guess I I I am definitely still wanting to watch more of it to talk about. Um but I guess I was like never on board theoretically, but I'm very, I think it's really fun to get to talk about. So I'm on board in that way. If I wasn't doing the podcast, I would not be on board, but I'm on board because I really like talking about it, <laughs> which, you know, I guess in this case is kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs>
0: right, right now I can't think of another show that's like this on network TV or on any of the yeah. other cable channels.
1: Yeah, I mean it does have like certain kinds of like kind of tropey things when it comes mm-hmm. to just like you know kind of the Game of Thrones like kind of boring. Well, okay, that's me really being editorializing here, but like you know there's a certain kind of show that it is. Oh yeah, I mean there definitely think, like uh, Dead. What is it, Walking Dead? Walking dead. I dead. don't
0: watch, but I think that's similarly like this probably. Uh, yeah, I could I could leave or take the Walking Dead. Um, no, it's I get that. Like almost every time Queen Kane comes on screen, I sort of check out. Yeah, she's just is like such meh, such a poor character.
1: Care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would, it is missing a really strong antagonist. I think like it 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 could, you could make a really strong antagonist given the plot of the show, and it, it just didn't do that. It I didn't mean, come up with a good
0: one. <laughs> well, and but I think we have we also have Tamaki June. Um,
1: yeah, he's the general, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. Worse. I hate him yeah. even more. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so fucking annoying. Cool. Wow. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That's okay. <clears throat> uh
0: yeah, no. Come back next time when we um decide, whenever that is, to uh, to watch more episodes of C. We have four more to go now. Yeah.
1: So, um let's do in our closing like visual acuity sure. test. It's like our it's yearly checkup or every other <laughs> episode checkup. Um so oh we should like, do you remember what yours was last time? I should have like actually made sure I
0: wrote that I, I, down meant, for I us. meant to listen. I meant to listen to the, to it, and then I forgot. No, I don't remember what it no, was. It's okay. So we'll figure We'll figure it out. But
1: um, you know what? Just we're you're we're switching optometrists um, or whatever. So <laughs> we're getting a new one, and then we'll go back. There and look. you go. Uh, <laughs> maybe for the next one, I'll remember and I'll actually have them. Um. So, but why don't you start? Because I feel like I'm talking too much about it. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, if I'm just basing it on like these two episodes alone. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, episode three was was felt a little, a little slow. And then episode four, I was surprised how just how much it clipped along because I, I was just so invested in what in what was going on. Um, I think I'm sitting squarely at a 2100. OK, I'm I don't want to. I don't want to give it 2020 or a, or a super low rating because I think I'm still giving the the show like a hey that a boy good job <laughs> like you're doing you're doing a, a show about blind people, you know, an entirely blind society. I mean that's that's something. So uh I will I I yeah, I'll I'll plant my my flag there. And okay. I I appreciate the actors and the acting. So do you feel like there's not a lot of because I feel like that might have been
1: your rating last time. Just I, I, think it, I think it. I think it was my rating so, last time. So I'm guessing that it didn't feel like anything really changed. No. how you felt from no. the first two to the next two. No,
0: I mean the the fights the the fight scene in episode three was fucking brutal, but sorry. it it was still pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, and I'm not a I'm really not a violent person, but I mean sorry I can appreciate a cool fight scene. Yeah, <laughs> I. Yeah, it
1: is weird. I guess I kind of – I'm trying to think of ones that I – I mean, I'm sure – I like I like Tarantino
0: and so stuff. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, Tarantino's great. I mean, uh, all of his stuff is stylized. the violence can be
1: kind of boring to me. I mean, I just always find too sure. much violence boring.
0: <laughs> oh, sure. No. Oh, no. I hate action movies. Well, I mean, yeah. not, not all action movies. I can't say that. But most action movies I don't like. I mean, if it's a car, a motorcycle, like any kind of a chase – I check out because I just don't. Uh, the don't chases care.
1: are more engaging for me. Those are probably actually weirdly sometimes, like sometimes. I mean, yeah. All right. So what about you? Um, yeah. So um, I, I mean, I think I'm going to give it. I think it. Mine is actually going, becoming more signed in. I, um, I think I'm going to give it a twenty thirty <laughs> at this point. Fair. Fair um, enough. Uh, yeah. I think that it um, is like it, it. It started to bother me a lot more the fact that they're always looking at each other. That. It does really feel like the actors half the time really do not remember that they're playing a blind character. Like, there's just so much that they do that is, like, very sight of people's stuff, and it's only when they're in danger or whatever that, like, then they become blind again, and it makes it feel like blindness makes you vulnerable, but it doesn't actually affect your life any other way, and that sucks, and I don't like that, <laughs> especially because they could they still are always looking at each other. <laughs> and, and I wish... Yeah, I... I I wish that there was a lot more, and some of the stuff that I was like giving it some space to do right did wrong again. Um, I think that the stuff with the kids is interesting, the way that they as sighted people. I think that the show gets some of the sighted things right, and it doesn't get any of the blind stuff right. And that makes it seem to me like it's just all sighted people and that there was no blind people that were like consulted about it. Um, and, and it's, I don't think it really, I think it really wants to think about what a sighted person's experience in a blind world would be. And it has no interest in thinking about what blind people's experience would be in that world. Um, and, and that is annoying. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, we'll see, who knows, maybe it will, it will get me back in at some point. Um, but but i think for now that's that's where i'm at um but i am i'm excited to see the next couple episodes cuz it will it's it's interesting and there's a lot of there's a lot of like hanging threads so it'll be
0: interesting to see how they deal with them i mean the story is very compelling and i think i think that if if it proves anything that that's that's proof of of a decent show you know the story is something that you you'd like to see where it goes yeah you know you i mean
1: the yeah. line to see where it goes is is maybe a little bit stronger than personally, I would say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm interested to talk about where it goes. I think Good. this one... Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is funny. this is the one I feel like we disagree with about the most. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, uh, but... But yeah, so actually book of Eli we're kind of switched. I don't know, it'll be it'll be, yeah. f- it'll be fascinating yeah. as the podcast goes on to see where our splits are. It's interesting. <laughs> um, but now it's time for our next
0: movie to announce what our next right, movie is right so i get to pick the movie next week so i'm a wild card <laughs> no one knows oops no one knows what i'm gonna pick um i like your picks thank you <laughs> so hopefully uh hopefully this has um the blind character in this movie has a substantial role because honestly i don't give a shit about any of the sighted characters i'm telling tell you that <laughs> right now up front i do not care anyway uh, next week, we're going to be watching Beastly, the, the 20, 2011 tour de force, Beastly, starring, uh, I don't, again, I don't give a shit about any of the sighted characters, <laughs> starring Neil Patrick Harris as the blind roommate. Yes, I guess, like, and we don't know how starring. Yeah, we, but don't, I we think have no idea. <laughs> I, I'm sure there'll be... There won't be enough. God, to talk about. God, I hope so. Because, oh. uh, it is. It's basically a modern retelling of the Beauty and the Beast story, but with a blind character. But with a blind character, yeah.
1: Because um, the beastly, because sight and beastliness makes sense that you have a character that looks awful. That you have a blind character. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. But
0: this this idea is of awful is. <laughs> He has. He's bald and he has a shit ton of tattoos. You know what? <laughs> okay, we can. We, yeah, we yeah, can we'll save, save that. It, yeah, but we'll no, save, I'm. I'm save very that.
1: excited. Neither of us have seen it, so no, it's fun. no, yeah. Um, I'm very excited to see it. Cool. Um, and then I guess we can move on to the, our
0: blind love segment. Yeah. What are we giving love to? What are we giving blind love to this week?
1: Um, I don't go first because I... Actually... I got
0: it. I got mine.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Um, so, do you want to go first? Sure, sure. So I kind of have two um, because I couldn't pick which one. Um, so I have a movie and a TV show this week. The movie is Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. It is a fantastic indie film. It would have been it's like twenty thirteen screened... or fourteen. No, 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 this is current. This is twenty twenty. Oh, 2020. okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's twenty twenty. It would have been screened at Sundance or any of the other film festivals, but because they're all canceled, it came out to uh, video on demand. Oh. Uh, I believe you can watch it on video on demand. I watched it through iTunes. I rented it. It is a beautiful and touching and poignant story of a girl in Pennsylvania who is seventeen and becomes pregnant and decides that she doesn't want the baby. Well, this is Pennsylvania, and this is the now times, uh, and she can't get an abortion in Pennsylvania, so she and her cousin travel to New York to procure an abortion, and it's about their trip and bonding and uh, struggle, and it's really interesting, interesting because um, I mean it's you see the you see the process in real time. I mean you spend you spend real time with her, and everything that goes into. This process of getting this procedure done—you don't see the actual procedure, but but like the road trip, Mm -hmm. and then going to the Planned Parenthood in New York, and having to be asked all of those questions. The director, when she was talking about it, because she went and got uh, she went to clinics and told them she was pregnant to get counseling, and she she talked about the counselors reading them or reading her these survey questions, and the counselor always said. Uh, Never, rarely, sometimes, always, and how it started to become a song almost. Never, rarely, sometimes, always. So that's how. What does that mean? So the that comes from. Oh, like
1: what you would answer. Like I see. I see. Okay. So you
0: you feel depressed. Never, rarely, sometimes, always. So, but it's it's this movie is amazing. I mean the uh, the the actress who plays the main character is just she's she's incredible, and I think this movie is important because it talks about feminine uh, reproductive rights and not not everyone who you know not everyone who gets an abortion is a bad person no one who gets an abortion is a bad person
1: yeah unless you just already were a bad person for other
0: reasons (laughs)
1: I would, like to, I would like to
0: reiterate that no one who gets an abortion is a bad person.
1: Well, yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll caveat that by oh, saying oh, bad people could then later on get an abortion for no reason relating to them being a bad person. When it just coincidentally. Well, sure. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but is it like a, is there like a lot of internal struggle or is it kind of just more the annoyance of like I mean I guess annoyance is a maybe a light word but like just having to travel is more the problem.
0: It's it's both. It is okay. it is mostly her internal struggle, but okay. also you get you get to see all of the hoops that this poor girl has to jump through, right? To get an abortion because she she made a mistake right, and doesn't want to be pregnant.
1: That's the st- aspect of the story I find the most interesting. Is like yeah that like. How complicated it is to get one? When it's like too like oh no, having an abortion. It's like should I do it? Then it's like oh whatever, <laughs> we've seen this a million times. But like the like trying to get one and how hard that is. Yeah. I feel like oh. that's a
0: more important aspect of the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the character knows that that's what she wants. That's to do. nice,
1: yeah. nice. That sounds really, that sounds really. It cool. is, it is really good. I don't know yeah. if "cool" is our word, but
0: but yeah, but it's it's really good and it's totally worth. Uh, checking out. I probably would have seen it in theaters if we were able to go to theaters. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's never, rarely, sometimes, always. You can rent it on iTunes uh, or I think you can stream it, or, or sorry, you can rent it on uh, video demand as well. Okay. Um, and then I'll be brief. The other one that I've totally been binging this week is the TV show Mrs. America.
1: Oh, is it, what is, is it like about the pageants?
0: No, it's actually about the equal rights movement in the 70s.
1: Oh, yeah. Like the, um, the... Era, E.R.A. you got it. Yeah, Equal Rights Amendment and I'm the like, feminism. feminism. So, so this no, it's to okay. Be like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it's about the ERA Amendment and the and feminism. Wasn't there like a state that ratified it recently, or something? It was like a news story recently, right? Oh I don't know. God, Whatever. I don't know about recently, but uh, it tells the story of Phyllis Schlafly, played by Oh yeah, yeah. classic mm. figure, <laughs> played by Kate Blanchett. Oh wow, who is fucking killing it. That sounds like oh, a my lot of fun. God. It's so good. Uh yeah I'm yeah I'm not gonna say much it's so good it's 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 very confidently acted you had it's me intriguing it's Phyllis
1: Schla- mm-hmm. I can't say I know who she is
0: I can't Schlafly say name. Schlafly
1: Phyllis um, Schlafly played by Kate Blanchett yes
0: go watch it it's it's so great it's uh it's an FX show but it's streaming on Hulu through the FX on Hulu program
1: is it kind of like like Masters of Sex or something where it's like like real people but like all dramatized with the actors. Yes, basically. yes, yes. Okay.
0: So they they do say at the beginning of the show, the show is based on true events, but there have been situations and characters added uh, for dramatic purposes. Right. But this this show does make me want to read all of these books. I mean, oh. yeah, I honestly kind of want to read Phyllis's book just so I can see what the other side thought.
1: That sounds like a very fun show, though.
0: It's real good. So yeah, that's Mrs. America. Well, you had two political shows, I know, I know. It was an interesting week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I was going to say, but mine's not political, and then I remember what mine is. And I cannot say that even in the slightest um, at all. (laughs) So my thing is a Netflix documentary called Knock Down the House. And it is just following, like, four different women who ran against um, a, um, like, like incumbent uh representative that was kind of very establishment democrat i think they were all democrats um but like they were trying to kind of like upend the establishment um position and uh one of them i of course being aoc the fabulous or as i like to call her 46 because um, she's our 46th president um <laughs> but um but, big
0: thumbs up big thumbs up yes
1: <laughs> um but it, it was just uh you know it put some of it is sad because it's like not an easy thing to do and a lot of them are not successful not to like spoil the movie um but it, it is but just like also just getting to watch AOC and like just I don't know politically it's always very depressing when you think about it and so getting to watch a documentary of like people that are relatable trying to like go up against establishment um, entrenched government is really always just lovely to and think
0: I, about. <laughs> I had heard I had heard the, the, the about this documentary but uh, this makes me Uh, Really want to check it out because I wasn't. I'm always kind of weird about political things because I'm just. Is it going to be so? Is it going to be so much of a wall or a barrier to entry that I'm not going to understand? Oh, definitely not. (laughs) Definitely
1: not. Yeah, this is definitely a good. um, You know, it it is not very marred in like policy in a boring way. It's it's much more about their personal stories. Like it's almost entirely about their personal stories, and then like a little bit about how complicated it is to run. But the documentary isn't like. You know, being like, now you have to, fi- now we have to teach you exactly how someone wants to do this. Like it is mostly, it's much more about the people and not really about the process in, you know, that's just kind of like in the background, but it's not the main idea. So I think you Love could definitely, yeah. this is a good one to yeah. like, even if you don't have a good like sense of how politics works exactly <laughs> well i will i
0: will put that in my uh, netflix queue nice.
1: sweet oh my gosh i love how political we got i know right that's fantastic
0: <laughs> i do love that i was literally like well mine's
1: not that i was
0: like oh never mind <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't even try we never we never vet our what we like this week we just yeah. come in with them yeah
1: i feel like they don't always sync up so well though so this was cool mm-hmm. um i guess it's just in the air or something <laughs> Um. Well, yeah. So next we got we we're we're back to the one word titles. Every time we do C, we have to do some one word titles around there. <laughs> we did yes. C and onward last time. <laughs> now we're doing C and beastly.
0: Um. But yeah. We'll... So uh, yeah, come back next week and catch up with us when we uh, talk about beastly.
1: Yeah. So our theme song was made by Lucia Fisano. Um. <laughs> Our Twitter is WhiteCanePod. Our Instagram is CitizenWhiteCane. You can check us out on Facebook, just at CitizenWhiteCane. And you can send us an email to CitizenWhiteCanePod at gmail.com. And um, if you want to leave us a voice message, there's a link in the show notes. Um, If you want to suggest a movie for us to do, if you want to... um, be a uh, part of a blind world entirely, or um, I don't know. What are some other specifics from this episode? You you have a like very you have a lot of thoughts would about you, this movie or
0: TV show. Would you abandon your village for everything that you believed in?
1: Yeah, that's good. Do you think that like abandoning your village also is like is that they should feel guilty about it? <laughs> um, and um, what? would you do if um, you had a bow and arrow? Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, and then and come back um, next week um, to hear Beastly. See you next week. Bye! Bye! <laughs>